gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? With the choice and the opportunity of a lifetime. What? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to What a Maneuver. Tonight we are reviewing NXT TakeOver Philadelphia and, of course, my favorite pay-per-view of the year, the Royal Rumble. Uh, But, of course, let's introduce all the hosts here. We've got my man Sean. Hello. What's going on, buddy? Uh, My favorite pay-per-view of the year is uh, Battleground. Of course it is. (laughs) With, With such smash hits like... Orton versus Jinder Mahal in a Punjabi prison match. That's right. Oh, God. And my other buddy here, Dan, what's going on? Not too much. And for tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we have a special guest coming on. He is the creator of the greenhouse effect, not the debilitating thing that affects our environment, the wrestling move. Mr. Jason Green from the main show. Oh, no. Oh, Sorry, I was, just eating, I was just eating a worm. <laughs> I, I don't think that's your gimmick, buddy. I think that, that's some infringement right there. Could someone explain to me what the greenhouse effect is? It's my, it's my finisher. Isn't it was that like the, a, the whatever many handled credenza? It's my finisher. It looks like a Batista bomb because it was the coolest thing in Day of Reckoning, the video yeah, that, game. I remember like, that was like the second time I ever hung out with Jason. We played that, and he was like, look at the move I made. It's the greenhouse effect. And I was like... <laughs> I was like, it's perfect. Perfect. <laughs> so we actually had some live correspondence on the scene this weekend uh, for, NXT, for NXT TakeOver. Sean was there, as was Dan. Uh, so, guys, live, how was it? Uh, well, it's it, it was my second TakeOver. I was at uh, TakeOver Brooklyn 2 uh, a ah, couple yes. years ago. Um, and, you know, the TakeOver events are always fun. They have the, the taping beforehand uh, for the next week. Which usually the matches are meh, and this time there was only just the one notable match. But um, but overall, it was a pretty good show. Um, not the best takeover, but definitely up there with uh, you know some of the other ones. Um, and you know we'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, but definitely a, a good experience. A great crowd too, and uh, and I was on TV, so yay. Yeah, we saw we saw Sean all weekend. Dan, what was it like for you, man? <laughs> yeah, um, I thought it was really really awesome by the end of the night uh, i think some of the matches in my opinion actually played better on tv than they did to the live crowd um especially one that we'll get into but uh i mean the opener is solid with you know that but then by the end of the night like everyone was really into the last two matches so i mean even if all the other matches sucked the last two matches in the night would have made up for it anyway but that's not the case there wasn't like one that i think totally stunk on the card but uh it'd been the first time i've been to a pay-per-view like ever yeah i think so <laughs> i normally <laughs> I mean, like going to like tape like tapings or house shows or whatnot or your so, backyard yeah, yeah. <laughs> jumping off of, jumping off of trees and dropping legs off of uh ladders and stuff yeah. making, oh, your God. Own, making your own pay-per-views but yeah, yeah. I, 
I watched uh, I watched NXT Takeover from home and I enjoyed the whole show. I agree with Dan though because uh, especially with Ember Moon and Shayna Baszler at the live crowd, there was a lot of laying around on the ground that looked silly. But on TV, they they didn't really uh, show a lot of that. It looked like the action was pretty consistent, I guess. But uh, I guess that's the benefit of having cameras and being able to cut to multiple different views and stuff like that. I but, guess uh, I don't know that that and we can talk about it a little bit too. But that match just felt weird, even in person. Yeah, I mean. It definitely has its issues, and I said we'll get to that one. I think it's because of the fact of who Shayna Baszler is makes it even more like literally we start chanting bullshit, and if a crowd chanting bullshit, yeah. it's like already supposed to be a suspension of disbelief. There's probably a reason why, because it seems like all the people I've read reviews on online don't know why we were chanting bullshit because they thought that it looked good on TV. Like that's the general consensus I've seen to pick up online. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like people are almost like, uh, or at least a lot of people are like afraid to criticize NXT because they're like, Oh no, all of them are good. It's like the most of it's good, but there's some stinkers. You can admit it. You don't have to, you don't have to ride the dick that hard. Yeah. So, I mean, it like, yeah. could be bad. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> the opening tag match I thought was kind of weird too, because, uh, it, it, uh, it, it was, they, they tried to make the authors of pain, work heel to start and then once they um uh undisputed started working a body part then they became the heel it was like this weird dynamic yeah. uh, they they switched the aops the baby faces during the match yeah like, i don't think it was, was weird i don't think was it was weird. a good pairing between the two uh and the match was fine but i don't know it just didn't gel all that well yeah the end the ending was kind of funky with that weird spot where the 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 the, uh, the super collider got all messed up, I thought that was kind of weird at the end. Not as bad as the uh, the the Hurricane Rana that Sheamus took on Monday. Mm. Oh. What about the the one the one spot that like, I thought it looked pretty bad when I was when we were there watching it how it happened, but seeing it on TV when uh, Bobby Fish speared the one of them out of the ropes and then basically got landed on top of by oh. the one AOP. I don't. I don't know if it was Akam or Reza, I can't remember, but like he speared one of them out of the ring, and he ended up landing on the bottom, and it looked really, really bad. And then when I saw it on TV, like the look on Bobby Fish's face was like that fucking sucked. Yeah, he just had a he just had a 350 pound man land on him. <laughs> That's ter- absolutely terrible. Ouch. But yeah, I I liked the how, how they told the story of because like realistically going to this match like Authors of Pain should win, but they got uh, they got um. I guess Red Dragons, what I'm gonna call them, because that's what they are. They got them over to the crowd by showing like they're very good at what they do by picking a body part and working like very, very systematically sticking to a plan. Even though it ended up being roll up in the finish, which is why I wish it would have been something else. Like I don't think that they would have had the AOP tap out. I don't see them doing that. Nah, but, it would hurt. Em. I mean, I think it came across pretty good, like trying to to get over. Uh, undisputed era while also keeping AOP looking strong before hopefully they get called up at some point because there's really nothing for AOP to do anymore. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I kind of feel like I would have rather had Sanity in that spot as opposed to Authors of Pain. Well, they they screwed Sanity out of a fucking match. (laughs) Maybe we'll get that because Alexander Wolf was not cleared to wrestle because of the fucking staples in his head. They announced, uh, I think it's next week they're doing that. Yeah. So, I mean, it might have actually been that because that would have made sense. Mm-hmm. But, oh, well. yeah, let's let's talk a little. Uh, let's talk a little Velveteen Dream, boys. Once again, fantastic ring gear. 
<laughs> well, uh, the entrance. Uh, we we couldn't really see all that well what he was doing. But the people with him were facing away from us, obviously, since they were facing hard cam side. Yeah, it was a big-ass black dude. And I'm like, what the hell is it? Because at first, I couldn't, the, the lights he, were out. I'm like, is that Lars Sullivan down there? <laughs> uh, he had a giant, he had a giant pillow with a mouth guard on it. Yeah. yeah. Are we, we still talking about wrestling? <laughs> yes, we are, surprisingly. <laughs> and we couldn't see because they, the, they didn't have the um, any any cameras or anything, any screens that were showing the entrance other than just the entrance video. So we couldn't see what was going on down there and you know i it wasn't until later when on twitter i saw his actual entrance i'm like oh i see oh fuck yeah i like i like i like how when he was going for like he said he was going to knock him out in 30 seconds or less as soon as the match started the entire crowd started counting yeah, yeah that was really fun like, not as fun as uh started. as before the the Royal rumble sh- uh, started everyone was counting down every minute yeah <laughs> but right. uh yeah, because they they did some because this match literally was announced on a conference call the week of the pay per view, so it didn't have any kind of long storyline going into it like uh, Dream Black did, but they ended up making like a storyline that day because it was earlier on the pre show and they interviewed Velveteen and he said he was gonna promise a knockout in thirty seconds, and uh, even went to you know he got gear that was boxing shorts, which is awesome. And then Cassius actually came out with like a boxing robe and didn't have his basketball style gear on like yeah, he normally does. So. Why was he wearing yellow and black? Like I don't I have no idea. He should have been wearing black and green. Like that just makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why he was wearing Steelers colors. I, I didn't get that either. <laughs> it was weird. But uh, that match, I mean, that match was decent. I mean, it, 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 here's the thing: that match was actually pretty good until towards the very end when there's just some uh, a huge sequence of bad timing. Like, it culminated in that really, really bad-looking uh, Death Valley driver where Cash has basically jumped completely over Velveteen Dream's head before Velveteen started the, the cartwheel driver. Yeah. And, was, and then after that, he picked him up for real and did it again. And then he ended up climbing all the way to the top of the, the turnbuckle post, which I don't think he's done before. I'm pretty sure his elbow drops are normally just off the top rope, not the uh, Yeah. That was, a big, that was a big jump. That was a far. Yeah, that was far. Yeah, I'm not sure if uh, Ono sandbagged him or not for that second one. Yeah. Oh, no. But the thing that's <laughs> funny is, like, we're at an NXT TakeOver show, and we're in one of the hottest, like, indie wrestling crowd areas, and the indie darling Nothing. guy is getting booed against the uh, full-on WWE product character that, that <laughs> like, it's just funny, and we're, like, loving him. Like, And it's, pre- it's pretty funny how that worked out, actually, yeah, considering... Chris Hero was there, or should I say Cassius? Oh no! Oh god! All right, well let's move into the. I would say, uh, I would say maybe one of the. You know, would you say this was the weakest match on the card? Ember Moon, Shayna Baszler. Mm, live, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think uh, it's a toss-up between Shayna Baszler's match or Velveteen Dream's matches. Which one's a little bit worse than the other? I think those are the two lower rated matches yeah. on the card i'd say but because yeah. watching watching it live i definitely would have because first of all i'm not an ember moon fan so that doesn't help things but uh watching that match live and then watching it back on tv later i was like it was better than it was live so i hated it when it happened there yeah shit and Sean brought this up, uh, I think it might have been yesterday, but he just brought up a good point that, like, Shayna Baszler is an experienced MMA uh, fighter, 
And she just she couldn't seem to keep a grip on Ember Moon there. <laughs> she kept not, not only kept, that, but like she's supposed to be really good at what she does, and she practically broke Ember Moon's arm, or at least like fucked it up so bad to the point where like she couldn't use it anymore. Yeah, which and is, she couldn't get her to tap out. We, like, we, we were we were so, that, and that's why they were chanting bullshit because she hits the eclipse, and then you're telling me that all of a sudden her legs can't work anymore to walk over and cover Shayna Baszler. And then, and then she's in the uh, the the submission for so long, the arm bar, and it's just like, come on, like so, something's got to give here. Because mm. she was in it for a long time, and yeah, they kept going I mean, back and forth. Because I was watching, I knew that I wasn't going to be able to see a lot of of um, what was happening in the ring just because of where they were positioned. But I was I was watching the screen up top, and like Ember kept giving her arm up but then Shayna wouldn't take it and then she would pull it back and then nothing would happen it was almost like they were trying to delay her actually fully putting it in but then Shayna wasn't responding back to that Shayna is still obviously very green as far as uh, pro wrestling obviously well yeah you, you she's only the, been doing it for like two years yeah if you watch yeah, yeah. the, the Mayon oh. classic you would know that <laughs> yeah yeah no, that's I was mainly inferring it from that too because yeah. during that I was just like sheesh but what I read into the match, though, is they're doing it as a storytelling thing because, one, she only tried to go for her finish once, and she yeah. didn't get it um, because I feel like if they would have had Ember Moon fight out of that, I probably would have been even more pissed off. So that's why I was like, at least they had her do something else. But What are, uh, they, what are they calling her choke? It's not the Kohina. It's a, but... Oh, it's a Kirafuda. Oh, okay. It's just another fancy name for a rear naked choke. Yeah. Well, before it was in the May Young Classic, they actually called it the Kirafuda Driver at one point on the the title card. And I'm like, what what part of that move is a driver? Yeah, I was about <laughs> to say, I, I don't think that qualifies. And I don't know if that was like solely when she did the suplex that flipped into it, like because that was something that she did that actually was pretty fun in the May Young Classic. But uh, yeah. I don't know. I think like the the story they're trying to tell here is Shayna obviously is going to be someone they're going to go with. Oh but yeah, they didn't want to put the belt on her right away, but they still made her leave looking. Which I don't I mean, understand. I don't get strong. that part. Like they, they well, brought... I, I feel like they don't want Ember. They don't want to get rid of Ember right away either. Why they did know. it to Sami Zayn? Their women's division doesn't make any sense because they, now they have a ton of people, and it still focuses on like a couple people, and then you get like Lacey Evans shows up. Like who cares about Lacey Evans? <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, a, but a, my but my point is, is that I don't think it would have really hurt Ember all that much to. I mean, listen, losing the Oscar twice didn't do her any favors. You're telling no. me that uh, a, a fluke win against Shayna is going to do her any favors? No, no. Uh, all right, well, let's move on. Like this next match, Alistair Black defeating Adam Cole in Extreme Rules match. Everybody, I mean, and I get it. Everybody was so about the Andrade Almas and Johnny Gargano match. I feel like it almost like people are forgetting how good Black and Cole was because oh my god, some yeah. of the spots of that, some of the spots in that match were unbelievable. Like the that drive, the 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 I guess we called the attitude adjustment to the chairs with the backs put together. Oh, oh my yeah. god, yeah, I saw that one. That was pretty gru- uh, <laughs> that's a, brutal. That's a- that's a kidney destroyer. Oh my or god! Even, or even something as simple as hitting him with the kendo stick as he's doing the moonsault. Like, oh yeah. yeah. Right, right I mean, not only that, like the timing to actually make that work yeah. and actually get that good of a like connection to make that loud of a noise because he definitely hit him flush. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that was super loud. 
And, I, and uh, I, the cool thing I thought about this too was uh, the crowd was really even keeled for this match, at least from from uh, watching it on TV. It seemed like the crowd was split right down the middle of for because everyone. Well, no, um, it's because. I think everyone liked both of them. Yeah, I would say there was more people behind Alistair Black, uh, slightly, but uh, but they definitely were cheering for both. Yeah, because I was gonna say it just it's it seemed uh it seemed I mean, pretty the, split. Adam but, yeah. Cole pops were obviously loud as hell. Well, yeah, because yeah, yeah. you're not you're not gonna say Adam Cole, baby. That's just like you have to say it. <laughs> but uh, but oh my, this this match was it was the second longest on the card. Yeah, and it was. Boy, that that was how that was a really good extreme rules match. They used like everything. Yeah, tables, and they, did, they did the good thing of like setting up the tables a really long time, and then doing a whole bunch of other stuff. Well, part of that and, was like, to uh, help uh, Adam Cole get his his hand cut. Well, uh, yeah, fixed well, up. I was gonna get into that, but but I think like th- I, I like when they do that where they 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 set it up and leave it for a while until it gets used, like and it actually works. Like unlike. With the chairs, which mean was it Roman and Kevin Owens and that weird chair contraption he made that? Oh like, yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about it took that. Took like half an hour to make and everything. Like I forgot about. But yeah, that. so like those two tables that because Adam Cole brought out the one table because we literally said we want tables, we want tables, and he's like, oh, you're gonna get it, you're gonna get the table. He brings one table out, and then later during the match, Alistair Black brings out a table and then goes back and brings out a ladder. God. <laughs> which also, was only used wanna... for one spot though. Yeah, and that yeah. was a mean spot. Too. I, yeah, I know. God, God. Adam Cole was like getting pinballed this whole match. It was unbelievable. And also, not like I, he was doing that with a busted hand. We, all three of us haven't been able to figure out where uh, he. I think I know. Got, but he was bleeding so much from his hand at one point. Yeah, he that took it was, a, he took a chunk out of it. There it was, was a chunk worse it, than yeah. like sometimes when people blade like or, or like obviously it wasn't Randy Orton head blood bad. Nothing but, is. Because that got over. It yeah. was his own entity that got over. But also, oh, my God. He was working this whole match with that. Like, think of that. And he was throwing right with the hand. It was bleeding. Like, that could not, like, oh, like, I can imagine, like, if you you get a huge chunk taken in your hand and then still having to throw punches. Yeah. You know, fake. Oh, God. At, at first, we thought maybe it was because he hit the, the trash can coming down. But yeah, after. Can get, once they get bent, they can get sharp. Yeah. After further review, it seems maybe he he uh, cut it on the table when he was pulling out the table or setting it up. Um, yeah. Because I can't find I, I I went back and looked. I can't find any the only evidence. Only thing that it could have been that we that I think is a weird freak accident with the kendo stick pinching his hand or something and taking a chunk out. That's it, was, only... it was definitely a lot of blood though. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, God. And the blood was getting on Alistair, too. I know. I know. I was like, God damn. Also, I got to say, Alistair Black is starting to hit that black mask kick the way Randy Orton hits those RKOs out of nowhere. He just, like, that last part of the match was just wham, and he nailed it. Yeah. Although, if you look at it back on TV, he actually kind of hit him more in, like, the, the shoulder arm area a lot more obviously than normal because he yeah. had to check up. But, I mean, live it looked great. So, I mean, I can't complain there, but... Yeah, I, well, I let's be honest. Him. The best chair spot of the weekend was what Braun did to that one chair. But we'll, oh my god, we'll, yeah. we'll get to that. Yeah, he <laughs> ate it. Oh god. And then, of course, we come to the match of the night, which oh, is already we, we, which, we got a little bit more because uh, we oh, had what, we had some chicanery going on towards the end of this match, and oh, we were all like, "Why is Sanity not on this show?" And, oh, that's uh, right, I forgot. The rest of Undisputed Era comes out, starts. So trying to beat up on Aleister Black to get Adam Cole to win. And then out of nowhere, Sanity just comes out. 
it starts clearing house, and then we get a nice big dive from Killian Dean. That big old boy jumping over that rope. And then he uh, put uh, Cole through the table with his, uh, with, I guess, was supposed to be a double it was, foot it stomp. was supposed to be a foot stomp, but he didn't have the height, so he just double knees through the table. Which worked. So, but, uh, and then also you got the spot where he got the, the chair super kicked into his face and fell off the turnbuckle through two tables. Mm. So, but yeah, I mean, for a hardcore match, I mean, they did a good job telling a good story there, I think. I think Black has to be the number one contender. Like oh, who else I, I is can't there? see who else? I can't see them throwing it at anybody else at this point. Uh, Alistair Black versus Almas will be that'll be something. <laughs> He's gonna he'll, he'll kiss he'll, he'll, hell. I'll tell you that. He, that match already happened though. Didn't that match happen on yeah. regular NXT when Almas yeah. wasn't good? Yeah, that was when Black debuted. That was his debut match. Yeah, and 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 Almas beat the crap out of him for like. The entire first half of the match, and then he just hit a black mass out of nowhere and won. But just like the, just like um, uh, uh, Almas and Gargano, that happened too on a takeover. Yeah, the first one was the takeover, and then they had the TV one. Well, speaking of Almas, we're on to the last match of takeover, and this is already being regarded as like the match of the entire year. I mean, they, they, I saw Dave Meltzer gave it his, his five stars. Ooh. Ooh. Who is this Dave Meltzer guy? I see his name everywhere. He's a, he's a wrestling reviewer and he's kind of a nerd. Uncle he's Dave. A nerd. He's a nerd. But, but yeah, but, so, I mean, it's the first five star match he's given WWE since punk Cena money in the bank in 2011. Yeah. yeah. Listen, it's, and it's a big, what, it's, it's yeah. a big event when a non Japanese match gets five stars. Yeah, that's pretty true. Considering that the match of the year last year, at least NXT's match of the year last year, but I think it was probably the whole company's match of the year last year, WWE, that match, everyone said should have gotten five stars, and what did you get, 475 to be a, mm-hmm. a dick? Yep. Yeah, just to be an asshole. <laughs> but yeah, no, this this match was, uh, the build and the pacing through this match was crazy. It was just like a giant tidal wave that would not crash until the very end. I just thought, did such a good job of drawing every ounce oh. of hope out of the crowd with this hey. one. Like Johnny Gargano is probably the last true, real, like, white meat baby face, if you really think about it. Like, that's not really a thing that they try to do too much anymore. But it worked. Gangbusters in this match. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. But, uh, but, so, we got, we started, first of all, we got the champion coming out first, because they gave him a special entrance. Yeah. Yeah, they had La Sombra and he turned into Cien Almas. I was like, how'd that happen? Yeah, and I, I liked how he like he took the lucha mask and just threw it away. Like yeah. he, just, he just flung it towards the back of the stage. Like, oh, there's that lucha respect that we always hear about. Like, Tranquilo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get the shit. Get the shit off my head. We got the mariachi. We got the mariachi band and everything. Um, but, I, I, a lot of people are like, I, I were thinking that one of the mariachis was going to be Champa. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, because oh. that wouldn't give it away. A, a guy in the mariachi band wearing a big ass knee brace. Yeah, okay. And, and, and having a giant beard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll get to that. But that beard basically looks like he's been sitting around in his house doing nothing but thinking about Johnny Gargano for like <laughs> since, since he's really, been out. Because it was crazy. They're really bringing over that Sicilian psychopath thing, which I like. I'm totally fine with that. But yeah, anyway. So- yeah, like the match. the match built like it's a great psychology. Like it starts slow. They're they're being tentative with each other, even though Almas is supposed to have the edge because he's beaten him twice already. Um, and they're they're just going back and forth for a while, and it just keeps building on top of 
like good stuff. And there was just sequences where they were reversing each other's moves left and right for like a full on like minute worth of like chain wrestling. And it's just like you don't see that in WWE very much. It was very much uh, I don't know, like I don't want to say a New Japan match, but it was like a Wrestle Kingdom main event where there's like lots of false finishes. Like, oh, there was a ton of them. There was absolutely a ton of them. But I just, I just thought, I just thought the, especially the thing that made this for me too, especially being at home, the the crowd was just the crowd was such an important part of the match because you could like like Dan said, you could literally hear all the hope just deflating from the crowd and it made it such a crazy experience to just behold. Yeah. And you know, especially when you have someone who has a, a submission as a finisher that usually uh, can lead to some, some good uh, near falls, especially um, I forget what the move was that he hit, but he hit some move and then just went right into the, uh, the hell's the name of his submission. The, the Gargano escape. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, it, actually, you know what? It may have been the slingshot DDT. I, I'm not sure, but uh, they, um, they, yeah, they had a lot of good near falls. Uh, they let him kick out of the uh, the the arm ringer DDT. Um, yeah, he, he kicked out of that, and then he also kicked out of. Um, it wasn't the the draping version of from the very top rope, but I'm pretty no, sure it was like the one a, that he actually hit. That's the one he got pinned by. But there yeah. was another one where he did another one that involved the turnbuckle. That was like a more of a spike one that he still kicked out of too. I'm pretty um, sure. He only hit two of his finish on him, and one of them was the one from the. the I think the it was the one. the one where he does the scorpion death drop style version, DDT. I think mm-hmm. was what also, it was for a pin. I'm pretty sure. Also w- worth a mention too. Uh, a little more than halfway through the match, Zelina Vega decided to get involved again and hit a hurricane rana on Johnny, and then once it didn't result in him losing. She circled around the ring to try and attack him again, and that's when Candice came out of the crowd and beat. Oh yeah, <laughs> beat no. down Selena yeah. Vega. That's the, the other thing was also like we were there right in the crowd. We could actually hear Candice cheering him on like during the match, like. And not only that, like everyone in the crowd knew that they were going to build up to that spot, and as soon as she got involved, uh, everyone just popped huge. It was actually yeah. one of the biggest pops on the on yeah. the uh, show. Oh yeah, no, I I was at home. I was at home yelling. I was like, yeah, get her. Like I actually really really like Candice LeRae, so I'm hoping that good things are coming especially if it's a built-in angle already like because i know they haven't really used Alina to wrestle or anything but yeah you yeah, could have something there yeah but, but uh, uh the big take the big well the second big takeaway from this was that after the match johnny and candace were heading up the ramp and they hit us with the fake uh the fake what's it called the watermark in the corner oh the, the like, trademark copyright yeah trademark. They, they, they hit the trademark in the corner and all of a sudden here he comes chompa nails Gargano with a crutch right in the back. Yeah. Looking like a looking like a total psychopath with that giant beard and a pretty cool shirt that I hope they actually start selling. But uh Which with the giant clearly... with with the, with the giant stone cold knee brace on. <laughs> uh and a new shirt. Uh cl- yeah. cl- clearly there were people who left before that because I know the people who were sitting next to us, they left before uh Gargano came out. So so they missed that. Um silly. Yeah, but we were all expecting that to to oh, happen. Yeah. Um <laughs> The uh, the other highlight being uh, they actually uh, an, a, another live note here. They were giving out um, these uh, Johnny Gargano. Um, Sean went heel. Sean turned heel. 
Uh, his his little symbol. His, it's his like smiley this, face with the winking eye. Yeah, I saw my own two eyes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> they uh, they were giving them out before the the show uh, started, so we were holding on to them the whole time. And you know, we were holding them up when he came out for his entrance. And I had the great idea as soon as he lost to just take all the signs in our row and just rip them up in front of the camera, just to show how much he's he's uh, he's turned on us by losing. He's such a failure. Um, and uh, yeah, he definitely didn't give it his all for us. Not at no, all. No, not at all. <laughs> nope, nope. What? You don't get a trophy for second place. Yeah. What? So what, the 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 actual finish to the match was a brutal fucking double knees on the apron oh. into the ring post. Yeah. Oh, like, God. and then he picks him up and throws him in to do the uh, top rope hammerlock DDT, and. Then and it's like, all right, if, <laughs> he's kicked out of so many things in this match. Like, I like at that point, I was like, all right, that's it, that that's yeah. it. Like, there was plenty of times when I was like, on the Scott him already, and then he kicked out. Like, especially when he kicked out of his finish, obviously. But yeah. I mean, I guess what McIntyre kicked out of the that finish. Yeah, he kicked out of the too, first one, so. and then he didn't kick out of the draping one. Yeah. Yeah. What? Well, all right, boys. That's the end of a takeover. If you had to give it a letter grade, what would you give it? Uh. You know what? Just based solely on the two top matches, I'd give it an A minus. Yeah, I was actually thinking pretty high too. When I was leaving, I remember I told Sean like I think that might have been one of the the lesser takeovers. That I've yeah, and I was telling you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> then he was like, uh, then he was like, well, think about like Orlando. Do you remember him? I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah. I, when I, I watched it back later, I was like, all right, like you know, I got a five star match, like a four and a half star match. You know, like yeah, at the just end for of the, the two call, matches alone, two yeah. matches make it like a B plus A minus. So, but uh, yeah, I'll have to go against my rule of not doing half points because I can't say it was a B show because that sounds bad, and it wasn't a full on A show because it had some problems. So I'll go with A minus. Alrighty, I would give it an A as well. Well, all right, let's move on to the big one. I'd give it an A too. I only saw <laughs> yeah. the last two matches though. Well, that, hey, you're fine then. You saw the you saw the best part of the show, Jason. Well, all right, Jason. Now we can involve you because we are on to the Royal Rumble itself. The so, Royal Tumble. The Royal Tumble. So to open it up, the first pre-show match we had Kalisto, Grand Metalik, and Lince Dorado defeating TJP, Gentleman Jack Gallagher, and Drew Gulak. I didn't hate this. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't see it because uh, I was eating a giant piece of pizza while this match was going on. You were, it, it wasn't like you missed anything. It had the nice spot of them doing the, the three moonsaults to the outside from the same turnbuckle. For, was... for a cruiserweight match, it wasn't garbage. Like it was actually, it was, it was halfway enjoyable, and I didn't hate it, which I can't say a lot about the cruiserweight stuff lately. So I was pleasantly surprised by it for a pre-show match. Well, uh, I can also tell you from firsthand from being there, they opened up the doors late as well. So oh, they did. Oh, okay, that explains things then yeah so that's why there was not that many people in the crowd um they we got there at like f- a little before five and the doors weren't open uh we didn't get in until about five fifteen ish maybe a little la- later than that and um there were still a lot of people outside waiting to get in too so uh once again an- another one of these uh, pre-show matches uh with no crowds. <laughs> yep, yep. They had like 15 people watching them, <laughs> not including not including the people at home. All right, second preso match: Revival defeating uh, Gallows and Anderson. I I really didn't see a lot of this because I was at a friend's house and I was in and out. I didn't hear I didn't hear anything memorable. 
I mean, it, well, seemed kind of just like- it, it ended with a chop block. Yeah, which is or funny because did. throughout the rest of the night, anytime someone hit a chop block, we're like, oh, it's over. It's clearly <laughs> this is the finish. Was, uh, hit a chop block on Anderson and just pinned him. And that was it. Yeah, we- it's kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, it's a 50-50 booking because Revival lost to them on Raw 25. So. That's right. That's true. Jason, what did the pre-show did you watch? Did you watch any of it? No, I just watched some of Renee Young and those people talking. But uh, oh, I was yeah, kind of in and out. I, I started watching the Rumble when it actually started. Let's let's talk about Medusa and JBL like literally almost fighting. No, I didn't see that. <laughs> oh, I saw, yeah, I saw I that. Saw, I saw JBL cool. and Alondra Blaze going yeah. at it. Cause, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is? It's, it's, oh. The same it's the same person, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, they, oh, Fuck my me. God. That was, that was really, that, like, I I left the room because I was getting really uncomfortable to watch. It was just very cringy. But anyway, back... was about to tell him his time was up. Yes, yeah, so, oh, my God. I thought she was going to Yeah, he was, like, he was, like, asking her to pick a Rumble winner, and she didn't want it, and he kept pressing. It's just like, dude, who gives a fuck? Just move on. It's like, JBL, just shut up. That's why people think you're a bully. <laughs> yeah, really. My Big God, ugly ass Texan. <laughs> yeah, but he, anyway, he back... proved he wasn't a bully by bullying Medusa. <laughs> oh God, yeah, real tough guy. <laughs> but uh, anyway, back to the pre-show. Last pre-show match we had Bobby Roode with his United States Open Challenge, and who answers? Mojo Rawley. I was to say this match is pretty shit. Like it was bad. It was bad. Bobby Roode is not getting any favors in this match, and Mojo doesn't look good either. Didn't, didn't really look good for. He was great in the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Mojo Rawley was great. He had that big. He had, there was a monkey, and he had a big brain. But, <laughs> but, Mojo Jojo. Which is <laughs> even funnier because there's a Mojo and there's a Jojo in WWE. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I didn't even think of that till right now. <laughs> I, uh, oh. I, I, I saw this match, and I remember nothing about it. So it, No, I couldn't tell. All I could tell you is that Mojo Rawley's theme song makes my ears bleed. I don't know how I missed this match, because I when I turned on the network, it was immediately with um, Alondra Blaze and JBL fighting each other, and then I just remember the rumble starting. Did I, like, pass oh, out somewhere? Oh, this <laughs> is the, the, the pre-show starts at, like, 5 o'clock for the you Royal might, Rumble. Yeah, you might, you might have zoned so out. So they have that panel and then they go back and forth between the panel and the pre-show matches i must have just blacked out or Or, or maybe the tide pod was kicking in (laughs) oh yeah like it is now Uh, whoa (laughs) but that was a very non-glorious ddt no no that was because mojo didn't get up for him at all (laughs) no he sandbagged him hardcore but then we moved on to the, the the first official match of the sh- of the show, we had AJ Styles. Was anyone surprised that like wasn't a Rumble first? Yeah, I thought that they might do that, but I'm also not surprised that they started with the title because they've done that also. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's funny is if you think about how the way they did the show, they got both shows shit out of the way back to back. That's true. They did everything for SmackDown first half of the show and everything for Raw. Yeah, I think that part of that is because they only had the one announcer's table. They didn't have a second one up at the stage. (laughs) So they actually what they did was they swapped out. uh, Corey stayed there because he's on both. But they swapped out Michael Cole and um, and Booker T in between. So they started with Phillips and Saxton. And then after that, the uh, when the Rumble was getting ready, they brought back Michael Cole and uh, Booker T. Actually, no, Booker T didn't call that, did he? Um, I don't hey, remember who that. King called the Yeah, King came out. So uh, I, don't, I was I watching uh, WrestleMania 19 the other day, and uh, well, actually last night, and uh, Cole was on it, and dude, he looks so youthful. 
Like, he <laughs> looks like a withered man nowadays. He's old. He's getting up there. Remember when Triple H was like, uh, you people don't deserve to be champion? Yeah, oh. me talking to Booker T. Yeah. I remember that. Booker T still lost. <laughs> and, he, and he still lost. Um, then, so, um, and then when they switched out for Stephanie, and I was like, oh, wow, they, they can't have a, a minority and a woman on the commentary table. No, that's too time. much. Too much at once. <laughs> but uh, AJ defeated Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and, and he uh, retained the uh, WWE Championship. Yeah, it was and, like uh, like some ref blunder or something like that. Yeah, they thought yeah, he they thought, thought that they tagged, yeah, they, but they really didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, which, we which knew. is funny we... because with the president from SmackDown Live, uh, we've been watching. There's a ref ready to come out if somebody's <laughs> screwing up in the match. And well, that's say, what hey, I was. The match isn't over. That's what I was saying uh, at the time because after they did that finish, I'm like, <laughs> well, isn't this exactly what happened with the Usos and Gable and Benjamin? They literally yep. had the 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 guy who wasn't tagged got got pinned, and then he came out and restarted it. And now yep. this isn't going to happen at all. It's the same it's finish. Kind of, uh, it's supposed to show that Shane is interfering, probably. But no, because if if uh, Brian was really on the side of Owens and Zayn, he would have done that. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he would intervene. Yeah, that's true. But you guys happened. got to see the backstage segment of Shane saying, "Yep, yep. yeah, yep, right. yeah." Great it. acting. Yeah, <laughs> good job, Shane. Great job, Shane. Yep, I saw it. Right, I don't know why I gave him a southern accent, but I did. I saw, I saw it. <laughs> Overall, the match was fine. Uh, yeah, was right. Kevin was working hurt, so yeah, you could kind of tell. Yeah, he he was buffed up a little bit there. You could see that. Yeah, it was, it was certainly right. did a better job working hurt than Jason Jordan did. Oh, <laughs> oh boy! Before we get to that, the match after that, we had the Usos defeating Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin. <laughs> Fucking sweep. Yep, like and the it Usos should do because they're the best. Exactly, the Usos are the best thing ever. They well, that's beat... why. That's why we thought that there was a screw up because he <laughs> he jumped off the top rope to try to break up the pin, and then they just counted three, and we're thinking, well, that's the second fall. That doesn't seem right. Um, but I guess that's what they booked since there was no mention of it at all on SmackDown. Yeah, I mean it's possible, but I mean. It definitely kills Benjamin and Gable uh, as far as them being any kind of opponent. But then they made them do an angle because they say they locked everybody down. Locked down. Other than the Bludgeon Brothers, obviously. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's but, coming. But uh, I mean, what was great about this match was it was all about getting that first fall because the, they went a really long time without getting a pinfall. Yeah, but the problem is is that yeah. the audience is conditioned to know that it's going three falls, so that first fall yeah. doesn't mean anything. Yeah. So when you when you spend most of your of your match just on the one fall, no there's no reactions for I'll, any of the false finishes. To yeah. You didn't know that, but they went for something different. That's yeah, the only did. problem. I like I I I'm kind of biased cuz I love anything the Usos do pretty much right now except for that DUI that Jimmy got. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say I love that. But uh, but yeah, Ooh, I was, souls. We, we I was Sean. I was saying we were surprised that they're not going to take the titles away for that. But I thought about it, and I guess that's not really. Worth well, maybe that's what the, where the Bludgeons Brothers come in. Yeah, they're gonna just they're gonna get they're <laughs> they're gonna get squashed. Day one ish shirts must sell a bunch of money because day one is indeed H. But after that was the Men's Royal Rumble, and boy and how was this a big improvement over last year? Yeah, wow. um, everything that everything I complained about last year, they essentially did this year. So I think a good way to go through this is to just uh, go through the order of entries and, and just give a, a, a quick opinion on on uh, 
their performance and uh, just in general. Yeah, um, yeah, it works considering this is like a ridiculous train wreck of a, a match to try describing. Not oh, like yeah, the match no, was no. bad, but <laughs> it, was hour, it was an hour and five minutes. Yeah, yeah. it was entertaining. Yes. It, was, it was good. It was good. But yeah, first man in, we had Rusev. Oh my Rusev. god. Rusev Day is the pop. So, so over. Yeah, he was and he was getting one a good of, entrance uh, too. He's getting get yeah. his own song. He was one of the biggest reactions on the show. Um throughout the whole match and even it it uh, transferred into the women's match when Lana came out too. Um he he was he got a huge, huge reaction. I would say it was between him, um, Nakamura, uh Roman for a different reason. And uh, I and maybe maybe Trish or were the top uh, the top yeah I I could agree with that the the biggest pops of the night yeah Mysterio no <laughs> that was that was that was a I wouldn't say that was the biggest but it it definitely had a big pop it was loud I mean it was loud yeah sure but uh, so after Rusev the second man in. The longest lasting uh, member of the Royal Rumble this year, Finn Balor. Yeah, he. Um, I, I kind of had a uh, assumption that he was going to be one of the the long uh, entries into the in the match, just because, you know, that's kind of what they normally do. They try to build someone up by having them be in there for a long time, and then they never end up winning usually. And I um, thought he was going to win. I who was thought he eliminated for most of the by? time he was going to win. Who was eliminated by, eliminated by? Good old John Cena. John Cena. Yeah. <laughs> And Thanks then he buried him with a shovel two nights in a row. Yep. <laughs> and then uh, after Finn Balor, we had Rhino come out. Rhino got a decent pop. Rhino pop. looks yeah. his body looks so strange. He looks like the Stay Puft. <laughs> he's he's just always man. been a, a very a thick guy. He's <laughs> he, a barrel. He's thick. T H I C C. Oh yeah, he's thick <laughs> AF. <laughs> he's he's a barrel. He's a barrel with legs, and he has quads the size of like. And he doesn't have cannon. arms. They're like T Rex no. arms. Oh he's yeah. A- <laughs> I don't. He might have, but I don't remember. He didn't hit a single gore, did he? No. I don't that's really remember a, anything other than Rhino being in the match. I, that, I, I don't even. Maybe someone's looking at who eliminated just him. Let, I just, I just know man, he was there. Just let the man hit one gore. Come on. Oh, remember Paul Heyman would like jizz whenever he yeah, did that. He would explode. But after Rhino, we had Baron Corbin, and Oof. the way they edited the way they edited his music, I had no idea who it was at first. Yeah, it Baron took me a Corbin, while. Baron Corbin is a charisma vacuum. Yeah. Like, when I see that, that man on TV, when, I, when I see that man on TV, I do everything I can to not watch him. He's just so unpleasant. Like, he's no character, no special moves, just a big, tall, angry man. He's like, him and Aleister Black, I think I can, I get them confused all the time. Except one really? amazing. They just seem like the same character to me. Not, there, not even not, close. Not actually like paid attention to Alistair Black's work or anything like that. I, mean, I barely watch NXT, so that's probably part of the problem. <laughs> Baron Corbin is tall and flabby and not good. And, and Alistair Baron Black Corbin's has a full head of hair. character is literally he is a miserable disappointment. That's his character now. Like, yeah. he's just he just fucks up everything, but he's cocky still. And yeah, it's not sure. like Kurt Hawkins where he just is lost for like... A year plus at this point oh. it's like no like he gets these great opportunities and says he's gonna do shit and then looks like an idiot like, yeah well what they did with him here was he eliminated rhino and then he got eliminated by finn which then he went crazy and and took out finn and rusev uh and then they did 
the spot uh, for the next guy, Heath Slater, they did the same spot that they normally do where someone attacks him as they're coming out. Um, Jason, or you'll remember when uh, when The Undertaker's gong was in that one rumble and Spike Dudley came out and Kane attacked him. Yeah, I, I vaguely, yeah. Or when uh, Muhammad Hassan was pissed off uh, from getting eliminated and attacked uh, Scotty Tuhati. I was I hoping that. it would be a surprise entrance. Uh, Who, Muhammad Hassan? Yeah. <laughs> ISIS is coming. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Jinder Mahal have to team up. Oh my god! Well, but after after Baron Corbin was Heath Slater, and like we just talked about, he got ragdolled. And for a lot he, of- and he was basically like the 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 punching bag. Every time a heel would a heel would come out, he would. Uh, Am I the only him. one though that wished that they could have just not let him come in until after all thirty people were there? Like, not everyone had to hit him, but just like he finally gets in and Shinsuke nails him with a uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> Like, he could, obviously couldn't have made it all the way to, like, the last five or whatever, because it'd be really dumb if it was, like, him room. Because <laughs> yeah. he just climbs over the top and he gets kneed in the face. Like, it'd be funny, but it would, like, ruin the seriousness of the end of the match. But yeah. you think that was, uh, you think that was McMahon's idea? It's like, yeah, we gotta have someone get the shit beat out of him before they even get to the ring. I'm sure. I'm sure it was one, it was someone's idea. But uh, after after Heath Slater, we had good old Elias yeah. come in. Because everyone was hurt, he had some time to sing. He almost he almost lasted a full half an hour. He lasted twenty. Yeah, he was minutes. in there a lot longer than I uh, expected. Basically, yeah. it was just waiting to see when Cena would come out because you knew Cena was going to throw him out. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yep. of course, and he and he did. <laughs> uh, but uh, after Elias was one of the big entrance of the night, or surprise entrance of the night rather, we had Andrade Almas from NXT coming up, and I was surprised to see him there. I was not expecting that one. Yeah, and you know he was in it for a while too, almost a half hour. But he he wrestled a lot this weekend. Yeah, oh my God, yeah, he did. But here's my problem, and I have the same problem with the women's one too: is having your NXT champions in the Rumble and then they lose. It kind of yeah. devalues the championship uh, in a way. You know, I, I'm not saying that they have to I enter the match and win. and I get where saying and it would kind of be that weird thing is like well if oscar didn't win is she undefeated or is she not because obviously we're not counting that battle royale but see I'm, no i'm looking uh, at it no but, i'm looking at it in a different way i'm i'm looking at it as this is your your top champion in your promotion and you're you're letting them go into the rumble that you know they're not going to win so why bother putting them in there uh, you could put I, other reason NXT why is i feel it. like a royal rumble is such a a match where it's like anybody technically could win because of how the rules are like getting sent over the top rope isn't really the barometer of how good of a wrestler you are so to speak like well tell that to santino yeah, yeah. he was, I was he should have been champion i wasn't ready <laughs> then and then but then in, to massive depo- uh, disappointment right after cn we had bray wyatt Ugh. yeah and he came down, he came down and beat up Heath Slater. woohoo um, I don't have much to say about Bray Wyatt. He, I mean, he lasted how long? He last twenty minutes. Yeah, he was in there for a while until Matt Hardy came out, and then we'll get to that one. But uh, oh yeah, yeah, but right. Nothing much to really say for him. Yeah, I got nothing. But after uh, Bray Wyatt was Biggie, the first member of New Day to come on down, and he even it's did a his new thing. day. Yes, it is. He made Heath Slater sell the pancakes. He did his armpit pancakes. Oh, oh my. God. His crotch pancakes. Probably got filled with his big ass tit sweat. Oh, <laughs> God. Just vile. Ugh. Excuse me, can but I get I... extra tit sweat on that? Yeah, could you just oh, yeah. squeeze a little bit more out Feel on there? The power. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But then after, so after Big E comes in, the next entrant, 10, of course, we knew was going to be Ty Dillinger. But or was it? Exactly. So uh, the music keeps playing. Ty Dillinger's nowhere to be seen. Camera cuts backstage, and he's getting the crap kicked out of him by Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And Sami Zayn takes his place. He's like, I got this. Yeah, I got this, bro. Yeah, well, originally Kevin was going to go, and then he's just like, no, 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 I got this. And then he yeah. went out and didn't do much. <laughs> he was in there for almost seven minutes and got eliminated by Shinsuke. Uh, after, oh God, after Sami Zayn, Seamus, of course, it being his birthday, Seamus comes down and lasts all of 20 seconds <laughs> and is Just eliminated like and is eliminated by Heath Slater. <laughs> yeah. Not At, quite Maven eliminating the Undertaker, but still, uh, very, un, very surprising. Um, happy birthday, Seamus. Yeah. I, but, but you know what? And uh, the unfortunate thing is, is that literally the following match they booked Sheamus to win the, the tag titles, mm-hmm. so it's like you're you're uh, burying him by <laughs> throwing him out so quick. Yet he comes back and wins the tag titles. It kind of buries your tag titles. Uh, yeah, we were like, talking about that. The fact they lost the titles worldwide twice before they got to go for the <laughs> titles again. Uh, that's another charisma vacuum. Is Titus O'Neil? Oh, yeah. he's coming up. I, yeah. I remember showing him we were at Raw. Was it two years ago? Almost two years ago. And Titus kept flubbing his lines. And then just and threw he, the he, microphone he, down. And he he's like, it. I mean, what I, uh, Bob Backlund? No, I'm, I meant to say uh, Bob Backlund. And he's just like, oh, my God. <laughs> After Sheamus, we had the second member of New Day to come in, Xavier Woods. Yeah. And, of course, he was eliminated in eight minutes by Jinder Mahal. Well, I guess that's still, that's still a thing going on. Yeah. You know what I don't get? Xavier Woods' real name is Austin Creed. It's like I think that's a cooler name than Xavier Woods. I think he used it in TNA though. Oh no 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 no! He was uh, Consequences Creed. Ah uh, yes, that's it. That's it. When I was out uh, that YouTube channel, kind of funny. They have a live show every year. When I went to the one last year in San Francisco, uh, um, Xavier Woods was there. He's a really cool guy. Yeah, he seems like he'd be a nice guy. Yeah. Did he but show then, you that uh, video? <laughs> <laughs> More video. We're Brad. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it just porn you. video with China? No, no. It's you're not you're not far off, but wrong lady. We'll tell you after the show. Oh God. Uh, well, but, he was cool. <laughs> but uh, after Xavier Woods, you have uh, Apollo Cruz. Uh, lasted, lasted five minutes. Was eliminated by Cesaro. But after Apollo Cruz, like Sean mentioned, humongous pop. We had Titus the, O'Neil. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had Shinsuke Nakamura, the winner of the overall thing. Uh, yeah, coming at, uh, come at number fourteen. 14. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I've I don't know anyone that's ever won from fourteen. It's definitely a number that doesn't stick out to no. me that I remember I on any of those lists. Can't think of anybody. Cannot think of anybody. I love how the crowd kept singing a song, even that though that was awesome. for like thirty seconds. They're going, awesome. going like, oh. oh. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen much of his NXT stuff since you don't watch it, but that was a thing in NXT that it was all the time. Whenever mm. Nakamura was in a match, the first like minute of the match, the, the crowd would still be doing that. That was really cool. After Shinsuke, we had Cesaro. Eh, I don't have much to say. Maybe Not much, yeah. Yeah, Cesaro. He and also had, had to have a match later that, that night, too, so I mean, yeah. he couldn't he go lasted, all out. Lasted five minutes and was eliminated by Seth Rollins. Then we had, after Cesaro, the last member of New Day, Kofi Kingston, came in. Uh, and but, he got one of 
you got one of his nutty spots again to, <laughs> to avoid elimination. Yeah, but uh, more importantly, after he came out, it was Jinder at number 17, and then Jinder, you thought, was going to eliminate all of the New Day because he took out Big E and he took out Xavier. Um, yeah. And then uh, you think he's going to take out uh, Kofi, and then only one hit, one foot hits the floor, and, w- and what happens to the other one? He steps on Xavier Woods and then proceeds to stand on pancakes. <laughs> and then they freaking cheerleader vault him a million feet in the air over Ginger's head. He flew so high. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, his knees are going to give out. He got such air. <laughs> I want but one yeah. of these rumbles to have um, Kofi get eliminated and not do anything crazy. Like, everyone thinks he's going to do something crazy. He just falls flat on his yeah, face. Like, that should be the spot one year where he just gets eliminated like and nothing happens he just, yeah he's just gone he goes through something fancy just lands on his feet he's like oh oh well but i would or say he actually wins i would say more importantly he comes back in and then he eliminates gender the, the guy who was holding the wwe title for half the year last year he yep. he just eliminates like that and then he gets eliminated right after <laughs> yeah but that was funny because he he uh cn hits him with the the hammerlock ddt and then instead of throwing him to where Dude, the new day could new catch day him, he throws him to the other side. Yeah, yeah. Smart. So almost so, is the thing. Then he got, almost gets a gets a, an elimination in there. So I mean, not everyone does. So yeah, that was good. That was good. Uh, but uh, but like Sean mentioned right after Kobe Kingston, we had Jinder Mahal, who was eliminated by Kobe Kingston, like we just talked about. But, but after, after almost all the new day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After gender, we had Seth Rollins and some of the worst tights I oh, have ever seen. Like these are tights that Kane oh. said no to. They were like a re- they were a reject design from the nineties. I could not. I was like, what are you wearing? Those Seth Rollins, st- like, uh, did he get his theme song changed? Yeah, he did. It says "Burn it's it like, down." Burn it all. <laughs> that's exactly. I think that's the audio. I think that's the sound clip. Yeah, I sing it actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, after, but after Seth Rollins. Uh, actually, we should mention Seth Rollins' elimination. Roman Reigns is a dick. <laughs> yeah, Roman and then Reigns they had a smile at him. Yeah, he smiled at him like you, you cocksucker. I He's feel like, bad for tonight, baby. I feel bad for Seth because he was in there for over twenty minutes and then had to literally come right back and have a tag title match by himself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, thanks a lot. Oh my god. But uh, after Seth Rollins, we had yes, we had Matt Hardy. You can't. His, his theme song reminds me of Castlevania. It, I could actually, I could see that. That makes a lot of sense. But I, Matt Hardy lasting only a minute, a little over a minute, eliminated well, he, by. Uh, he eliminated himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was just like, whoop, I'm out. <laughs> but it, it, it says on the Wikipedia. himself. It says on the Wikipedia he was eliminated by Bray Wyatt. I'm like, that's no. not, that's not correct. <laughs> no, he eliminated Bray Wyatt, but he also threw himself over. Yeah, he 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 committed like a Royal Rumble suicide and just jumped the rope. It was but, a uh, mutual elimination. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. But after Matt Hardy, we had John Cena. He's just a parody of himself now. John Cena, John Cena lasting uh, half an almost half an hour, twenty nine minutes, and eliminated by the winner Shinsuke. Uh, John, I mean John was. It's John. I mean, when I is he going to start wearing clothes to promote the Bumblebee movie that's coming out this year? <laughs> yeah, it's good. He's so gonna is go he playing for- Bumblebee? If he's not, he should be. He's just like when, when Bumblebee transforms down, he just transforms into John Cena. <laughs> That'd be so well, funny. The movie is supposed to be that. like about how Bumblebee got to Earth since he was already there. So it's a prequel, yeah. but I don't know who he's supposed to be. Yeah, John he's Cena. John Cena. Yeah, it's John Cena. But after John Cena was the uh, 
the second surprise entry and something that I massively popped for. We got to see the hurricane. <laughs> oh my god, that legitimately made me go, "What?" Because <laughs> I love the hurricane. I did too. I, I got it. over. <laughs> but of course, hurricane only lasting forty five seconds. But he came in and slapped on the choke slam to John Cena, and there was a there was I want to say a millisecond where I was like, "Oh my god, please, please, please!" No, I mean he no. beat the Rock once. He did. But that was because of Stone Cold's help. That was. And yeah. also, it uh, it was kind of a an ode to the 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 one Rumble where he tried to double choke slam Stone Cold and Triple H, and they both looked at each other like, "What the hell is going on?" Yeah. <laughs> but uh, when yeah. like he dropped the gimmick for a few years and was just Gregory Helms. Yeah. I think oh, it yeah. was because of Hurricane Katrina. I, I mean, no, I'm dead serious. I think they. I remember reading somewhere that I think they made him drop the Hurricane gimmick because Katrina happened. Yeah, I mean, that's it possible. Wouldn't be the, it but wouldn't it's be not the, too soon anymore, so he bought it back. It wouldn't be the strangest thing I've ever heard. But yeah, he last he lasted all forty. Did he get that pose? Like, oh yeah, people went people went well, nuts. All I'm gonna say is it's a good thing the Rumble wasn't in Houston this year. Oh, <laughs> that's a very good point. But uh, after after the hurricane, we had apparently a, he kind of spoiled his own return on like yeah. Instagram. He like a oh list yeah, no, I mean I saw that too, but top. I, I saw that too, but I didn't think uh, he was actually coming back. I thought there was more of a chance of like S.A. Rios coming back. Really. <laughs> Yeah, oh, God. But uh, after Hurricane, we had a, a dip. We had Aiden English. Eh, eh. was elim- was eliminated by. What Ballard. happened to the vaude villains? Uh, the one, one guy, got fired. The one got fired. Oh, yeah, that was essentially the end of that. But after Aiden English, we had the last NXT member. We had Adam Cole, baby. And I mean, he lasted six minutes and was eliminated by a name I won't reveal yet. But he was eliminated. Another weird one, like. Of all the the NXT people they could have used, uh, the one they, that lost last night and got the shit beat out of him. Yeah, and he's clearly hurt. He's entering the Rumble, and then he, he's barely in it. It's like, yeah. what was the let's, point? Let's, let's bring let's bring in the guy that just had an extreme. Was it Steve guy. Blackman? Honestly, yep. I think they were like, well, we're gonna put an NXT person here. Might as well put someone that's gonna get a really big pop. Like, Steve Blackman, he needs to return. You know, you know what they should have done? They should have put Velveteen in there. I know that would have been, been great. Told, I would have been totally fine with that. It would have made more sense. Well, see, that's the thing is, but I'm like, I don't want Vince going anywhere near Velveteen. Well, you like, know he's coming up. Know. You know it's going to happen. He's like, yeah, meet me in I my know. office. I'm just worried. I'm just worried because as soon as he gets his hands on that gimmick, it's fucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be like, you need to act more. You need to be more androgynous. He's like, make him kiss guys and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you and Goldust have to be a team. Oh, oh, no, wow. Don't even. Don't no. Even Either. <laughs> hey, he heard it. It's too late. <laughs> Even McMahon just wakes up from his nap now. He's like, I got it. It's that face, the Taco Bell meme. That's <laughs> exact. It's an exact face. But after Adam Cole, we had Randy Orton. Uh, lasted 13 minutes. I hear voices in my head. I think he came out to the same number from last year that he won it. Yeah, 24. The one thing was almost being in Lois bad. I this is just so mad that Almas got the stupid jumping at nothing spot into an RKO. Yeah, why? why he's a it? luchador. <laughs> Whenever someone takes that spot, like they're not even going for an attack, they're just jumping out. Like that's the like I, I don't like that spot because of that. It's like it's just they're not doing something. They're just Look, they wanted him to hit an RKO out of nowhere, so he was the one guy they were gonna do it to. Ray wasn't uh, in the match yet. Yeah. After, and then we kind of hit Shit's Creek after Randy Orton. We had Titus O'Neil, who lasted all of six minutes. 
That I was, hate his that fucking was theme six song. minutes too long. Six minutes. Ugh. Yeah. He lasted six minutes, was eliminated by Roman. 26, we had an improvement. We had The Miz. He also was... didn't last very long. No, he was five minutes. That like, was almost surprising. Five, almost five and a half minutes. Yeah, he was eliminated by Roman and Seth together, uh, surprisingly. Yeah, considering oh, actually... how the, there's all these rumors that they have a, a big WrestleMania program planned for him, and then he goes into the Rumble and is barely in it. Yep. It's unbelievable. But after The Miz... We had probably my biggest surprise of the night, and oh my god. Well, not the biggest surprise, well, at least the biggest surprise of the men's rumble, I'll say that. We had Rey Mysterio. Booyaka, booyaka. And he looked he looked really good. I mean, you could tell I, That he, was the biggest surprise for me. This is the first time I've seen him wrestle without a shirt or something like that on in a, like, I don't know how long. Because even when I saw him in the indies lately, he wasn't looking like that. Yeah. Is he back looked, for good, or is this just like a one-time? It was a one-off. He's got too many dates this year. From what I've heard, yeah, he's doing a lot. But Ray Ray lasted uh, ten minutes and was well, almost ten minutes and was eliminated by Balor. So he had a good showing, and uh, we should mention the spot where uh, Cena fell into the uh, the position for the six foot nine. Who was it with Miz? I think it was Roman. Roman. Yeah, yeah, and they were just having a full on conversation in the ropes, like to the <laughs> camera, right in front of the hard cam. John Cena just turns to Roman, starts talking to him. Oh, yeah, he's just God. like, "Yo, you want to suck my dick later?" <laughs> and, then, and then, bam. By the way, I don't want to uh, I don't want to cause any uh, conspiracy theories, but uh, you mentioned how Ray hasn't been wearing a shirt uh, or has been wearing a shirt until recently. He uh, got a breast injection. Well, I think it's it's kind of interesting how uh, the whole Tide Pod craze just started. And now Ray's all of a sudden not wearing a shirt. I don't know is there a connection there. I think Tide Pods gave him gave him uh, abs. Yeah. Oh, by the way, one of the spots that I saw that I maybe you guys saw too. It was like kind of like blink or miss it, and I. Didn't understand it, but there was when when Mysterio was in the ring. John Cena goes; he was like on the left side turnbuckle from the main wide cam, and um, Cena goes up to him and just pushes him into the turnbuckle and walks away. And I'm like, did he say something to him? Or I have no. <laughs> I saw that too. Yeah, that there. I saw that too. I don't know what. I think maybe he was just like firing him up or something, or just being like, "Hey, he this is crazy. Just, You're yeah. here." Yeah, he just shoved him and then gave him like an angry. Cena shoved him, gave him an angry face, and then just walked away. And I'm like. What the fuck was that? <laughs> it might have just been like a it might have just been like a fuck yeah bro kind of moment, but who kn- who knows? Only, yeah. only only they know. But only after yeah, he did. After Ray, we had Roman who lasted all of twenty <laughs> almost twenty two minutes. You can't see it, but I'm doing the the the, the yeah, wrist was, thing. Oh yeah, that, <laughs> special shout out to Sean doing the Roman Reigns uh, heat up. <laughs> Heat up motions to the hard, <laughs> to the hard cam behind the, behind the Oh yeah, Sean, how come you weren't an entrant? <laughs> well, I was supposed to be, and then uh, the hurricane took my spot. Oh, you just hear the George Lucas uh, Star Wars theme song to farts, and Sean comes out. <laughs> He's dressed up in a shirt with a giant Tide Pod on it. <laughs> That's his finishing move, the Tide. Pod. No, actually, it's the Blade Runner uh, twenty forty nine theme. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But then we had tw- twenty nine was gold dust. Oh, I creamed. Sean popped. Yeah, yeah Sean popped. I saw. Sean, did I, you do the? You should have done the gold dust thing to the camera. You put your uh, move your hands chest. up your chest and bite. Uh, I I think I was still doing the Roman thing at that point. Oh no, you were doing that to your own to your own self. Well, I wasn't gold. using my arm anymore. Yeah, Sean, <laughs> Sean, was, Sean was doing that arm jerk, but it wasn't his arm because gold dust was out there. That's right, but. So then we move on to the last entrant, and of course, Sean called this, and I had a feeling it was going to happen. We had Dolph Ziggler. Angel Bryan. I mean, what? Yeah, <laughs> we, had, we had Dolph Ziggler come back to 
nothing. Like, so what's a, he been up to? I, I keep feeling like he's just failing all the time. Yep, well, that's right. The thing was, the thing, well, yeah, you're <laughs> he's not the Colonel. On, on SmackDown. They should have had him come out as one or two. Instead. Should have had him come yeah, out as Colonel they, Sanders. Like, uh, then putting Ziggler in at 30 does nothing for anything whatsoever. Nope. <laughs> like, all like if he came out as like one of the first people, like with just one or two or even three, and then was in there till the very end and then lost still, like, do something. Like, yeah, it was, it was, it, it was just a big fart. No one cared. Yeah. And then uh, he, he got eliminated pretty quickly. And, within uh, two minutes, yeah. Then. And then he wasn't even on the show this week. No follow-up whatsoever. <laughs> I th- I could totally see Ziggler leaving. Sh- like, I, he- I'm surprised he's still there. <laughs> like he hasn't. I, like how what was it? I think Wade Barrett quit WWE because he didn't like how they were treating him. I could see Ziggler doing the same thing. He should be yeah. in Japan right now. That's, Cody, it, that's what he Cody should be doing. The one, the follow- Cody Rhodes is like fuck this shit. I'm oh not- yeah, yeah. He's doing really well for himself now. He's not Stardust anymore. But could yeah. you could you imagine Ziggler go- entering the G1 this year? Like, yeah, that would be way better yeah. than a- he won't do anything of relevance this year. And no, he, he, won't. he could he be won't. in Japan, uh, you know, still making decent money. And then but actually being able to, to wrestle. And we could see Dolph Ziggler versus Juice Robinson. Well, what do you think his name would be, though? <laughs> I guess yeah, that's something else. But I just go by his, Nick, his name, nickname is my, my, Mikey. Nikki, whatever it was, uh, but yeah. So we we get down to the final four. It's it's Roman and John versus Shinsuke and Finn. And uh, once again, we have John Cena just yelling spots out, just not caring. <laughs> him and him and Roman are having this weird. See that when he started thing. yelling, it was because the crowd was turning on the spot way faster than he thought they were going to. And Shinsuke wasn't ready to call it off yet, but Cena thought they were going too much booing. So he was trying to get him to stop it. Yeah. Tell that's what happened there. Or maybe I forgot don't what, um, or maybe don't don't book that spot because you know a Cena Roman stare off is going to get booed. So don't book it. I forgot who Shinsuke was looking at, but I remember he was uh fighting someone on the apron. Maybe it was Mysterio. And uh, you can clearly hear and see Shinsuke saying, hit me. To have them hit him, and I'm just like, wow, yeah, this is fake, all right. <laughs> <laughs> if you had any doubts, <laughs> come on, come on. But yeah, so match match comes down to uh, match comes down to uh, Roman and Shinsuke. Shinsuke eliminates Roman. I'm, you know what? At that point, I was just like, it, it, like if they were gonna have Roman win, I think they would have had that match going on last to make it even more impactful. Not like, necessarily, because I was saying before, if you if you put this match on earlier, you could have uh, Roman come out door after the Universal Title match and then stare down Brock if you wanted to. But um, I think the more interesting thing is the fact that they let Nakamura eliminate Cena and not have Roman eliminate Cena. Because at least with Roman and Cena, you have that background where Roman already beat Cena, so yeah. it, it kind of plays I mean, into that. Beat him too, so he did. But like the Roman one was a bigger match, so it was. Yeah. Um, but instead, they let Nakamura uh, eliminate him, which was surprising to me. Um, and then I don't know the the ending sequence between uh, Roman and Nakamura seemed to go on a little too long for me. Yeah. When he countered that. the spear with a knee, that should have been it. And then Roman tried to spear him and hit a clothesline, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course, of course. 
Like yeah, I, that, it should have just been a spear countered into a Kinshasa chucked out. That's how it should have ended. But. It, it, in a perfect world. But I mean, really, yeah. the, the best, uh, other than the one, um, the one uh, Shawn Michaels Undertaker finish, the best rumble finishes are the, the really quick ones. Um, yeah, exactly. So, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, it may, I'm, not, I'm not opposed to them having just a, a tiny little match when it's down to the final two, but it seemed to go a little too long. I can agree with that. I can agree. It it kind it took the it took the fire out of it because people were just like, okay, can we get it over with now? Mm. But uh, it was cool to see Shinsuke win. I was really happy with that. I got real afraid. They got me. I was like, God, don't do this to me again. It was Vince just trolling everyone. He, essentially, well, that's the thing is now like they can always use Roman to make the pop much bigger for whoever wins, just like they did last year with Randy Orton. Because no one would have fucking cared that Randy Orton won last year. Other but than the fact, fact that if he yeah. didn't win, it would have been Roman Reigns winning. Yeah. Thank God. But, yeah, so that was the that was the men's Royal Rumble. Overall, now pretty good. Overall, pretty good. I had, yeah, no, I liked I, it. I had no big, I had no massive qualms yeah, with this. Considering I even liked how they did the interview after and he called out AJ. So, like, that's what we're doing. Styles. Yeah. Uh, considering good. how we haven't really had a, a a good rumble since what 2012, yeah, I'd say that's fair. Um, you know, it was definitely refreshing to have a, an actual good one for once. Yeah, for sure, for sure, I I completely agree. But we go <laughs> we go from the rumble, which was good, to a match that was not. Oh, do we have to talk about this one? Let's just two seconds. Two, yeah. This one's this one doesn't this one doesn't. Well, I actually de- used this match to make food and go to the bathroom, and I came this? back. And this, I just saw I Jason Jordan that, sitting on the steps exciting. and this, Seth Rollins looking confused. And this, that was all I saw. So the match, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not aware, the match was Cesaro and Sheamus rematching against Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan for the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships. And what a goddamn stinker. Ugh. Oh, my God. And you what know what? I've match. never heard a crowd so dead for a match, especially a match with all, with these guys in them. Maybe not Jordan, but like these guys, they usually get a reaction. There was none. Even the finish got zero reaction. There wasn't a single spot in the match that had any sort of heat or reaction to it. Everybody was so burnt out from the rumble, and also and not they to went this match so was shit long, too. and it was a, just a handicap match the whole time. Yeah, because Jason Jordan was stupid and just like, like, just completely. I don't like that. Was comical though. It was. Just, it was like it was funny, but not in like a haha way. It was no. like a what are they doing kind of yeah. way. Guys, he was concussed. Come on. That's yeah, why there's okay. a that's yeah, why there's you a heartless fucks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's all I'm getting into with that. Jason Jordan is my favorite wrestler ever of all time. All right, you can I'm, leave now. I'm I think he's not... better than Shawn Michaels. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you a, a running power slam tomorrow, Jason. <laughs> he's better than Hulk Hogan. Oh, I'm actually, actually you're probably actually, that's, right. That's not that's hard. pretty easy to do. That's not hard. <laughs> but uh, so I so look that now that the diary is out of the way, we had Brock versus. Kane versus Braun Strowman, and God. You know, on paper, this sounds like garbage, but uh, what? they actually did a, a pretty good job with what they had. Braun, Braun and, I mean, Kane, Kane was there, but I mean, I really feel like the two stars were obviously Braun and Brock. Uh, yeah, Kane was there to take the fall, just like everybody knew. Kane was so slow. I mean, I love the guy, but Jesus Christ. Jason, he's been slow for the last eight years. <laughs> No, I think he was a little faster eight years ago. He's just, 
He's, I mean, he's getting old and he doesn't have anything to prove anymore. Like he's just, he's, a, he's takes spots. But that's why, that's, what he's there. He, that's why he needs to be in matches like this, where you can actually have, you know, weapons and, you know, hide some of his lack yeah. of athletics. Basically did like a, a mini version of the, the fatal four way, uh, from SummerSlam. Yeah. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. But, uh, the, I guess the notable spot for me was when Braun and Brock actually went at it and actually <laughs> yeah, right in the beginning Braun. of the match. I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> they, <clears throat> they were, they were because Braun, Braun, for those of you ladies and gentlemen that aren't sure what I'm talking about near the beginning of the match, Braun landed a vicious knee to the side of to Brock's head. And which, Brock's like, fuck you. Which which prompted which prompted and Brock, Brock got up like immediately and then just hit him with two like the first one was a, a kind of more worked, but then the second was a full on shoot. Yeah, he hook. fucking hit him with a cross right head. to the temple. He clobbered him right in the head. Just he right said, in the slow head. the fuck down. Like after he He said that? I didn't even hear yeah. him. Yeah, he did. He yelled slow the fuck down at Braun. But I mean, Braun didn't really slow down. <laughs> no. He he continued to work. I think I think those guys are legitimate. I don't know if they don't like each other, but they definitely uh they take liberties with each other. Although Brock is sure one to complain about working stiff. Yeah, Brock. We're yeah, no really. you're such a you're such a delicate little flower when you handle people. Um the spot that I uh mentioned earlier was when um I think it was Kane was it Kane or Brock who tried to swing the chair at Braun and he just punched the chair. <laughs> and no sold it. I feel like I feel like that might have been Kane, but I'm not sure. But that was fantastic. Yeah, that got yeah. A, that got a big reaction from the live crowd. And um, like, fuck your chair, get and, these hits. And they they used five tables in the match. Um, one of them not really breaking all that well. <laughs> yeah. What about the one that uh, Kane lightly pushes Braun through? That's that's the one I'm talking about. Like it, that was hilarious. Yeah, it wasn't much of a table spot, um, but they they did the spot where uh, um, Braun uh, was put through the table, and then uh, Brock tipped the table over top of him, and then after Brock it was a put call back to the SummerSlam match. Yeah, and then after stuff. after uh, uh, Brock put Kane through the table, Braun just fucking throws the table off of him and gets back yeah. up. But just like also, I love how Kane's table didn't break at first, so it laid there for a second and then had to fall. Like, yeah, that 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 was kind of funny. He just flopped. Oh, and then it falls. But I mean, I like that match. I mean, it's obvious they're going to keep that title off Braun. Yeah, well, you know, Brock's got to keep it warm for Roman. He's been doing it for a year. Yep, exactly. I'm um, I'm hoping they get some kind of belt on Strowman soon. I'm hoping. Well, if the rumors uh, are correct, it might be the IC title. I'd be fine with that. I would be fine with that. I mean, I'd be. I'd like that he'd have a title, but it's like. But the IC title at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He should, you would, know what? He should win the tag titles and just be by himself. And just carry yeah, that's just actually carry he both should of them. be the tag division. Yeah, the Raw tag division is a joke anyway. You might as well just have him uh, be his Raw own tag, tag team. division. Consist of the bar. Oh God, yeah. yeah. But our, well, after that, we got to the four-time champs already. They've only been a tag team for what two years almost. At this point, yeah, less than that. Yeah, less than that. But after that, we get to the main event of the show, and the biggest point we had the women's Royal Rumble match, which I gotta say, I was very, very. That was happy. really good. I really, really enjoyed that. I got really hyped for that one. They did, I didn't they enjoy did Steph job. McMahon's commentary, but no, I don't think anybody did. I think the only person that enjoyed her commentary was Stephanie. 
She was just like, yep, I did a this good is job. history. I did a good job. It's like, yeah, stuff. You just show those. I wonder how her dad felt about it. History in the making. She just had those. She just had the girls posted up real high in her shirt. Oh, you, you know, know what? You know she didn't have an earpiece in her ear with her dad oh, yelling at her. Of course not. I, I just want to bring up, uh, I was watching the that uh, the WrestleMania 24 from last year. Um, or I, I should say the new one that just came out from last that year. That was good. And uh, the most cringeworthy part of that whole thing was after John Oh, I know what you're Nikki, about to say. I know and what you're then, about to say. And then uh, Steph is congratulating them. And then she goes, now, isn't that a WrestleMania moment? I'm like, oh, oh my God. Yeah. yeah, seriously. I bit my lip when I saw it. She knew she was on camera, so she's like, I got to plug this. Got to get our branding over. Uh, so terrible. But let's run down the entrance to the Women's Royal Rumble match. So at number one with the longest, well, I guess she now, she made history by being the longest lasting member in the Women's Royal Rumble match. We had technically the first ever yeah, first ever entry. yeah a lot of records were made tonight mainly because there were no ones to be broken but the first History. entry was was sasha banks who lasted uh 54 minutes uh sasha but sasha spent a lot of time on the outside laying down yeah see she this was, was one of those like ray mysterio ones where everyone remembers ray was in the match for 62 minutes yeah, but however he was sleeping Go um, back and watch that Rumble match. Like he didn't do a whole lot. No, he was sleeping. <laughs> he was taking a nap with the ring, the bell ringer guy. Yeah, and then yeah, at yeah. one point, like the the dude gives him like a bottle of water, and it's just like he's just chilling, <laughs> just hanging out. It's vacation. Yeah. But after after Sasha Banks, we had Becky Lynch. Lasted yeah. half an hour. She is so pretty too. She's a pretty girl. Smells good too. I I, <laughs> I I don't understand if it's her or them that has her wear like the more modest outfits because she's shredded. Like, oh no, she's jacked. She is jacked with a T. I think it's just but, uh, her, her, her character. Like, I, I don't know. I don't feel like her character would be wearing like skimpy. Oh, Sean, you missed out on the, the great line of commentary. What? That, that she said that, um, Becky told her that her cost her, her ring gear represented the future. And what? Library. That's all she said. That, that's what? all she said. How did I miss that one? I guess I must have glazed over that. Uh, okay. But at, at, num- at, good old, at good old number three, we had Sarah Logan dedicating the match to her papal. I have <laughs> never heard of this wrestler until that, that night. Yeah, well, Jason, she she just joined the company. Oh. Yeah, she's she's pretty new. She's pretty she's green. She's been on the independent scenes as a character named as Crazy Mary Dobson for years, and she'd come out with, like, Hockey mask. She looks like she belongs in Resident Evil Seven. <laughs> and her character was never like a hick before. That was her char- only, that's a recent development. Her character, Sarah Logan, is a Viking redneck, <laughs> and it's very I don't understand. Hey, at least they're being creative, right? Uh, yeah, but not just like the the uh, the angry dude like Alistair Black or uh, Baron Corbin. Well, stop it! Stop with yeah, that! No, stop! <laughs> they're, they're, they're like Black. the same character. No, they're not. <laughs> Jason, you could not be more wrong. You're gonna get bennied. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Uh, so number four, we had Mandy Rose. Uh, I mean, she's hot. Like that's really yeah. It. Jason, what's her character? Yeah, Mandy she's Rose, angry, angry, tall person. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Mandy Rose, uh, lasting almost four minutes. But she was eliminated by the first surprise, well, not surprise entrant, but the first uh, uh, fan, I get not fan service, but a big moment. Uh, number five being Lita. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Talk about someone who's uh, covering up. Oh, yeah. She uh, 
<clears throat> I don't. I mean, <laughs> don't get me wrong. She looked fine. Like, I mean, yeah. maybe she could have. I mean, at her age, you know, whatever. But, um, but parachute pants were. Are you talking about breast implants? No, no, no. I'm just in general. Like she was wearing like baggy clothing, and you know. Yeah, she, she was. She wasn't, wasn't looking like, like uh, it wasn't normal. It certainly didn't have a thong hanging. Out. No, yeah, I was she, was, she wasn't. She wasn't Hardy Boys leader with the thong coming out of her but pants. She also had hashtag times up. I saw oh, that. Did yeah. she? Yeah, she did. Oh, I didn't know she that. Did. On the like on her stomach. stomach. Yeah. On her, but that, oh. that that also makes me wonder how awkward was it backstage with her and Matt Hardy and Beth Phoenix? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, no, no, Beth doesn't have anything to do with that. Well, no, I mean she's dating Edge now. I mean married oh. to Edge now. So I think it's all water under the bridge for them. I think I mean Edge and Christian talked about it on their podcast. Him and Matt are fine now. Mm. They got over because I mean they all but they both like Matt's married to Rebby and and uh, Edge is married to Beth so Elite is not even a part of it anymore. They all have kids. <laughs> yeah, they all have kids. There's no time for that anymore. And Lita was back to CM Punk for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn. But uh, also speaking of Lita, that moonsault that she tried to do. Oh my, oh my god. god, that looks so bad. Oh my god, I thought she was gonna. She's she's always not had a great moonsault. But that like, and she's really always bad. done like the Jeff Hardy where you don't rotate to the last second, but I don't think it's on purpose. It's just how she does it and then i was like oh i hope becky's okay because yeah i mean she, i well, I was more concerned for lita because like she was gonna fall on her head yeah it did. it did it was bad but uh after lita we had uh carrie sane which was cool to see although it was not originally supposed to be carrie sane it was going to be alicia fox but she broke her tailbone in a freak accident not even they wrestling were, no they were no, she rehearsal. was rehearsal. oh she was re- oh yeah Rumble rehearsal. Yeah, they were rehearsing yeah. the eliminations beforehand earlier in the day, and she fell on on the uh, the ring apron, which is by the way the hardest part of the ring. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, thanks, Michael Cole. And uh, and broke her ass. So. Yeah. Oh, I think I broke my ass. That's a ter- that's a terrible <laughs> injury though, because there's no cast and there's no way to like immobilize it, so you just have to deal with the pain. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I like being able to see Kyrie, but I didn't like how the forced her into a terrible elimination spot well yeah, it, it, was... it, it makes more sense now knowing that this was supposed to be alicia so t- basically the match was probably laid out already and they're like we just need to throw someone in and dana already had that elimination yeah yeah it's probably well, Kyrie go to the top rope like way too many times for a royal yeah. rumble match she yeah but i will going. say when she when dana brooke eliminated her everyone was just like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> of course they were i would have been the same that's way. what i said i yelled out loud i'm like what the fuck did you do the Roman Reigns arm thing then? No, no, I was doing the Kyrie elbow thing. Yeah. <laughs> After Kerry Zane made a massive dip, we had Tamina. Ugh. Who? Who's that? <laughs> Last I don't even remember. In 34 seconds. It's, small, in it's her, smaller than I had In the worst attire she could have ever worn. Yeah, all white. White denim. White denim. Yeah. White de- denim. Jason, denim. Tamina is the, the daughter of Jimmy Snuka. Oh, she's 40. Oof. She's 40. Yeah, she's already forty. She's the oldest, uh, like main roster employee that they have for the female roster. I think Bobby Roode's forty. She's not the oldest one in the match because there's older women in there than yeah. her. I'm pretty yeah. sure. But uh, yeah, think about that. Tori Wilson's two years older than her. That's pretty yeah. nice. Think about she that. She looks amazing. Yeah, At I think about Tori Wilson all the time. I bet you do. <laughs> and her first dad. Playboy that I ever saw. <laughs> <laughs> My God. But uh, after Tamina, we had Dana Brooke. Yeah. Uh, hooray. But after Dana Brooke was, in fact, 
Tori Wilson, which was very cool to see. It was cool to see, but I mean, she looked terrible as always. Oh no! (laughs) Like body wise, she's in great shape and she looks amazing. She she just can't wrestle. can't wrestle and you know she's over the top rope too she'll she'll be the first one to tell you like she's not good at wrestling at all no no she knows that she was like back in the day in the 90s when it was very much like hedonistic like use the women as hot eye candy she was perfect for that yeah she was great she was great for all those evening gown matches oh yeah that's what she was there don marie and her dad yeah making out with don marie and then making out with sable she did a lot of making out her dad got fucked to death by don marie It's true. It's not even a joke. No. Yo, when's uh, uh when's Al Wilson going in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> they just wheel up his casket. He's still got a boner. <laughs> it's sticking. It's sticking through the casket. Oh my god! But after Tori Wilson, we had Sonya Deville, another MMA. Uh, another MMA. Absolution. Special. Yeah, Absolution, bro. We got to hear Paige's theme. Which is also her times. third name, as far as being with the company. They changed her name. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Oh my god, I always forget that they changed the name that many times. After Sony was Liv Morgan. Yeah. But after Liv Morgan was Molly Holly. That was uh that, that was one awesome. that, that one took me by surprise. I was like, oh like of all the people I was expecting to see, I did not expect to see Molly Holly. She was someone that I had said I I could see them bring out because I'd heard she pretty much everyone from Rock Point happened. <laughs> Super, it was super cool. It was definitely cool. To see I heard uh, they were putting putting her over strong on commentator on commentator, especially uh, Steph. Yeah, uh, no, that's not a joke. Which really is was. funny because when she was in the company, they, they used to make fat jokes like about shit. her, and yeah. uh, they and she had to shave her head. So that's nice. Yeah, yeah, no, Steph was just like she's really the pioneer of the women's revolution. Yeah, okay. She had to. The only way she could get on the WrestleMania was to ha- have her head shaved. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. That's nice. Yeah. But after Molly Holly, we had Lana, and the Rusev Day chant carried right over. Yeah, <laughs> she was completely—that was the completely the only thing that really had people cheering for. Her. Uh, but after Lana was the woman with the most eliminations in a woman's wrestle, uh, women's Royal Rumble match in history, Michelle McCool, yeah. the Undertaker's wife. Yeah, yep. I mean, he got rid of the Sarah. Five, 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 and uh, I mean, don't get me. Go. I mean, I, I, it looked like Roman Reigns to me. Like that's all I could see when she was, she was in there. Chucking. Undertaker's married to Roman Reigns. Yeah. <laughs> She, but she was just chucking people over left and right, just bam, Guar- bam, bam. I guarantee you that since she's married to the Undertaker, he said to them, "Like my wife has to eliminate a lot of people." Yeah, and Nikki I mean, is uh, uh, married I to mean, John Cena, she and there, she got to be in the they, final too. So. Yeah, but Undertaker's better. Well, duh. When, when she was there, they they used her as pretty strong. Champion. Oh yeah, no, she's four four title reigns, something like that. Right? She's good. She, I'm not doubting that at all. She's good. She, she wrestled like after I stopped watching wrestling, like officially. So I I, I didn't watch remember what she was like. She was around. She was so. fine. Like she she never really stood. It wasn't until they paired her with with Layla that she kind of stood oh, out. The whole lay cool thing. Oh yeah. yeah. How come Nidia didn't that. come back? I was hoping Nidia would be a surprise. Um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> after Michelle McCool was uh, Ruby Riot. Eh, you I mean, mean you mean Ruby Riot to Right, yeah, right to tuh. Yeah, because they had to add that extra T. Boy, that adds some pizzazz, I guess. And then the most questionable entrant in the Women's Royal Rumble, and I really don't... Like, I, it was funny, but at the same time, it really left me scratch my head. Vicky Guerrero. Vicky Guerrero. Close enough. Guerrero. Excuse yeah. me! Like, it was funny for One all time of- she yelled it, it looked like she was gonna, like, blow an artery or whatever. Yeah. She yelled it really oh, hard. Shit. It was <laughs> very... <laughs> It, trust me, live it was very loud. <laughs> also, award award for the roughest elimination. Oh my god! 
They tried to be gentle with her, and they still almost died. Blew out her knees. Almost died. Well, listen, when you have that low center of gravity. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, she lasted a whole fifty-seven seconds, though. Yes. Yes, Just incredible. Yeah, she was doing hurricane ranas and shit. <laughs> she did a salt better than Lita. Yeah. She, she did. She did. A, she hit a five-star frog splash. She hit the. <laughs> she hit the one-winged angel, which was weird. Wow, six thirty centon. It was nuts. After Vicky Grow, we had Carmella. Eh, okay, I don't. You know, I. Well, no, no. What's important is uh, Vicky turned uh, face or, or turned heel, whichever way you look at. She hit her with the fucking briefcase. Oh, on the yeah. Way oh yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. She, oh my god. Money in the bank case and clocked her with it. Boom. <laughs> Even though it says in here that Carmella was in the match for 18 minutes, it didn't feel that way because. No, it- there was a no, section no. of the match where like a bunch of women were just outside the ring and you never saw them, and then she just came back in. Um, but she was not it's impressive. Kind of like eliminate herself too. No, uh, she was... she was not impressive at all, and, and especially that one spot where uh, Becky tried to give her the the Bexplex, and they just were just tangled up for like a solid thirty seconds, and no one could figure out what to do. Is it, what's happening? I, I'll be honest with you. Like, if she were to cash in against Oscar and get her ass beat, like, I would be totally fine with that. Me too. I'm totally, I'm totally okay with that. Uh, yeah. When is that, that briefcase good till right now? It's good until what June? Yeah, June. they're not. They're not because oh, because Money in the Bank's uh, co-branded now. Yeah, right? now it's co-branded. So, um, but but she wanted in June uh, at the pay per view. So. I was telling Steve, I think a really great idea would be, I think Asuka is facing Charlotte for Mania, so um, I I think a great idea would be have Asuka beat Charlotte, and then uh, have uh, Carmella come up from behind, hit her with a briefcase, try to cash in at WrestleMania just like Seth Rollins did, except um, <laughs> except uh, Asuka, that you do a false finish, and then Asuka comes back and just chokes her out. Cool. That way you put Asuka over twice. That'd be totally yeah. fun. And it's not like a waste of the briefcase because theoretically you're putting Asuka over with the briefcase. I'd be fine with that. I'd be totally fine with that. I don't I don't know why they're dragging this out with Carmella. It's like it's because she re- trying to make be- like it's because she regressed. She got worse. Yeah. <laughs> it's she did she pulled a Bray Wyatt. <laughs> she was doing a lot better before she got the briefcase. Yeesh. But Yeesh. after Car- after Carmella was Natalia. We yeah whatever <laughs> yeah but after Natalia Will you guys yeah <laughs> oh god after Natalia was Kelly Kelly someone I did not expect Ooh. to see at all and it's glad to future know Hall of Famer Kelly she's Kelly. still <sighs> terrible she's still terrible yeah she's another she's another one that was pure eye candy that's all she was all I Kelly remember yeah. is her gimmick was a stripper. She was an exhibitionist. There's, there's a ah, difference. Yeah. There's One a big thing difference. I will say about her: she actually tried. She just wasn't any good. Like, she's always tried. It's just she's not good yeah. at it. But Sean, uh, we were talking about it was they had the spot where there was three or four she people was, trying to eliminate her. Three people were working on her at the same time, and she's no one could like get her over. Show. She was like the big Ooh. show. It was well, it was un, just unbelievable. I mean, it was cool to see her again. But like I said, she's she's never been touted for her wrestling acumen. Uh, but after Kelly Kelly, Naomi, she, yeah, she, came and, and in. She, she was given the Kofi spot. She did. 
She got to she got to scoot across the floor on a on an office chair, and Maria Menounos well, actually, didn't know what was going on. Uh, it was more like the greatest hits of Kofi over the last however many years because first oh, yeah. she combined them all. She did the barrier. She was on the she was on the barricade, and then she which was actually pretty chair. impressive when she walked the barricade to the chair, which was another one, and then she crawled. She got on a pogo stick. <laughs> no, well, she crawled uh, from the chair, which was another one kind of of what Kofi did, and then got back into the ring. Did she go to the the apron or she go to the steps? I don't remember. The stairs. Step. She went to the stairs. Yeah, but it was I think really he cool. landed on the stairs the one year with one foot too, right? Isn't that? Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, he did. So yeah, it was all the greatest hits of Kofi, which is fine, you know, whatever. I think my favorite part about that was how uh, Maria Menounos didn't know what was going on, and she's literally like, oh, "Maria, God, I forgot Marina, about her. Move." <laughs> yeah, like, Marina. Oh, I, that's right. She was like, um, "Oh, hey, you want me to help you?" I'm like, "Dude, just go talk about movies." <laughs> so stupid. She was After getting booed too, Maria Menounos. I'm sure she was. She's terrible. Because why the hell do we want her to be the announcer for the freaking? That was the most random thing, dude, I've ever seen in my life. They like they know. had her at Takeover too. No, I didn't see that. They did. Maria, like... Maria Menounos was what? Yeah. Uh, you know how they cut to War Machine for the one match, then they cut to Maria Menounos, I think, before the women's match, and then they cut to Ricochet, and that it was random as fuck. But Marina Menounos got her own like. No, Dan's right. Dan's right. I remember. Call that. out at Takeover. Weird. After after Naomi was Jacqueline, and she was in there for almost two minutes, but she Jack- looked old as hell. Jacqueline is uh, a <laughs> look a little looking a little rough there, Jackie. Oof, but uh. She was uh, eliminated by Nia Jackson in under two minutes. Nia but Jacqueline. <laughs> Nia Jacqueline. After after Jacqueline was Nia Jax with the second most elimination uh, eliminations in women's Royal Rumble history. Uh, and it took Asuka, Bailey, Brie Bella, Natalia, Nikki Bella, and Trish Stratus to eliminate her. Yeah, she, uh, they, they had the big spot of, um, of everyone getting up on her. But also, it's like this was around the time when people were starting to just leave the ring for no reason. Oh, yeah. yeah they were just like, a lot tired, of this bro. match was... Pe- not being in the ring, so that was always confusing because you had no idea who was really still in the match at some time. Yeah, I had trouble figuring out. I th- I legitimately thought Carmella had been eliminated, <laughs> and then she comes back yeah, in. I, then she came out. I was like, what? <laughs> uh, after Nia Jax was <sighs> Ember Moon with no le- uh, right arm. <coughs> we had one-armed Ember Moon in this match. Yeah, great we, idea. Jason probably was like, why is this chick coming out with her arm all taped up because he had no idea what happened. The night yeah, but I didn't think about it too much. I was like, oh, something must have happened. And so, see, yeah. had you ever seen that that, that girl's finish before? Because if no. you haven't, then you got like a very poor version of it. It's literally a top. It's a top rope stunner. Is it as good as Baron Saxon's finisher was? No. Byron. <laughs> no, it's oh, not. God. <laughs> Probably the best finisher ever. Oh God, Byron! Jason, what can you tell me about Ember Moon's character? Uh, she's uh, a collectible item in Super Mario Odyssey. Because <laughs> okay. you got to get the Power Moons, and then there's the Ember Moons. I regret asking. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> but uh, after after, and Ember- I, the one thing I will say, I loved Oscar making fun of her. Arm. That was just <laughs> like, oh, oh, you hurt your arm. Oh. My arm hurt. <laughs> Oscar's the best. I think she's my my new celebrity crush. <laughs> She's got that crazy thing about her. Uh, but after Ember Moon was Beth Phoenix, and boy, did she look... She, physically, she looks great. She great. She looks amazing for having... She should have played Wonder Woman. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's she the had... only uh, woman in this match who's been in the Rumble before. 
Yeah, that's true. When did that happen? Because they said that, and I don't remember that at all. She was she in. The, she was in the 2010. She eliminated, she eliminated Great, Great Collie here. Huh. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, she's the only person that's probably ever going to be in both Rumbles at this point now, because they're going to probably. Do two Rumbles. Um, yeah, and so. it's funny because that Rumble was uh, won by Edge, who is now her husband. <laughs> Very clever. How but long after... was, did she wrestle for originally? Because I, I vaguely remember her when she, I used to watch um, wrestling all the time. She started in 07 with uh, the main roster, and then I think she retired. But she, had and... a, she, she had uh, You probably might not remember because she started, and then Victoria broke her jaw, and she wasn't on TV forever after that because she had to get her face all fixed. So, yeah, but that was like earlier in 2007. So like by the end of 2007, she was already champion. And then uh, she retired in what, 2012, 2013? Something like that. So no, no, no. That sounds about right to me. I, I watched wrestling all through middle school and like half of high school. So that was like around the same time I stopped watching was okay. when she started. But after Beth was Asuka, the overall winner, with three eliminations. It was cool to see Asuka come out. I was happy about that. I liked how she was still doing the dancing thing without her mask. It looked pretty funny because you could see her face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just like, this is this is weird without the mask. And uh, uh, obviously this is when they had the stare off between her and Ember. And um, and she ended up eliminating Ember. So em- she she killed her again. <laughs> yeah, just it's, She cannot. She does not have the and, answer for Asuka. And she friggin' killed her finisher again. <laughs> Yeah, well, whatever. She's the first person to kick out of it, and now she just popped right back up after getting <laughs> She's like, nope. Yeah. Uh, after Asuka was Mickey James, and then and then after Mickey James was Nikki Bella. Yeah. Nikki. Nikki Bella with four eliminations. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> of course. She's female Cena, literally now. Uh, and then after Nikki was Brie. Did she come out to that song because I I, I was having a stroke yeah. during it? So I... <laughs> she, she did. Hey, you're doing the Roman arm thing too much. I, yeah, yeah, I know. But after Brie was a uh, Bailey, of course, to be promptly eliminated by Sasha in five minutes. <laughs> but the big, but the big one that I felt coming, and I was so happy to see it. Trish Stratus at number thirty. Whoa, it's time to rock and roll. Yeah, she so... looked great. He looked fantastic, and the first thing I thought when her and Mickey James squared up in the ring oh. was kiss. See, it didn't pick up on the camera, but I legit. Oh, no. no, the V thing. She yeah, did, did it. She did off to the side though. They didn't she shoot did. on the hard cam. But, uh, but in in person, when they were uh, staring each other down, I I legitimately yelled out, "Grab her by the pussy." <laughs> <laughs> she heard you. She must have heard me. What 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 happened? To, what happened off off camera? I missed. I didn't hear about it. Oh, she did the 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 V's. You can kind of see it. Remember when? Remember when Mickey James uh, grabbed her by grabbed the pussy by the cross <laughs> at WrestleMania and oh, then licked yeah. her fingers? But it's been edited out of anything that wasn't the the original showing of it. Yeah. Oh, uh, Trish did that, like the hand signs of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good old Trish. But yeah, so we come down to the final four, which was Nikki, Brie, Asuka, and I forget the last person. Uh, Sasha. Sasha, thank you. Uh, and, uh, and here's a grape that I have, is that they, they left the Nikki eliminating Brie thing until the last three, and I feel like that should have been before the final four, because that really had... angle, Sean. 
I I know, but that really had it no bearing. So stupid. That, that had no bearing snap. on the rest of. That had no bearing on the rest of of the match, and you could have had. I feel like Trish should have been in the final four. Uh, I agree. You could have had that elimination, and then just have Trish with the rest of them, because theoretically, at that point, Sasha was being very much a heel. So oh, yeah, you time. have it, it, so theoretically you had um, three kind of three heels because even Brie was kind of being a little heelish too against Oscar. They, they were working heel as opposed to it would have been a nice um, little comparison to have Trish and Oscar as the baby faces and then Sasha and Nikki as the two heels going into the final four. I completely agree. Yeah, it was it was strange, and I'm and I just let me say how excited I am for another Nikki versus Brie angle. Boy, gosh darn. I don't so fully excited. believe that, but... Well, I don't think it's for wrestling. I think it's an angle for their show. I don't think it has anything to do with wrestling. I hope not. I really, really hope not. You know, but Steve, I'm... I wish you just died in the womb. <laughs> I wish you died in the womb. <laughs> oh, for a second, I'm just like, damn, that was harsh, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was that was an actual line set on TV, Jason, by by Nikki Debris. Uh, I mean, when you do Katie Vick, there's there's nothing going down uh, past that. No, something's going down. <laughs> the other thing I'll say is obviously we, we uh, didn't mention how Sasha was uh, getting a little sloppy in this match with her. Oh my uh, god, when she was like uh, kicking Lita, kicking Lita, or or that not so kicking bad. Lita, I should say. No, she was doing and a then, can. and I don't know if it was just because. <laughs> Corey Graves was fucking calling down commentary like hardcore of her stopping people from being eliminated. Like he was like making fun of her. Like does she not understand the rules of the match? Because oh yeah, she's stopping people from being eliminated. I think Corey Banks uh, 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 or Corey Graves. I think he doesn't like Sasha. Like I really think it's one of those things. Like he doesn't really care for um... Snoop Dogg. No, because um... <laughs> they're related. No, so someone else on. Roster that he's always harping on. I can't remember off the top of my head, but like, because I think he has heat. Cause he's a, might be Elias. I don't know, but like the way that he was coming at her, like I was telling, always, um, I was telling Sean to see before. Bad. It's like, is is Sasha Banks ever good? Because every time I don't watch wrestling as much as you guys, but whenever I do, she's always botching <laughs> always something. <laughs> she's always fucking up somehow. I mean, you. It's it's just. Uh, you're she, kind of right, but also, yeah, she she goes a little a little fast, and sometimes she's she can be sloppy. Um, yeah, I think part of it's because she's she's trying to do more than what her small frame can do. And I'm not just being I'm not being sexist in any way. It's just it's true. Like, uh, you know, there's only okay. Maybe that does sound a little sexist, but uh, oh, someone's gonna take it out of context now. Yeah, probably. But uh, but no, it's like. I think that might have something to do with it where, you know, she maybe she's going too fast or, uh, you know, sometimes she, she's also in there with someone who's not as good as her. And that kind of brings her down too. she um, legitimately almost died on Monday. Like that was bad. Yeah. But she, that's another one where it's like she's going real fast because she should have went through the, the second or the, the second and the bottom rope, but instead went the second and top rope. Which, and her feet got caught up and that just drilled her straight down. Yeah. But the, the you know. Uh, whatever it's i thought yeah. i thought we were gonna have i thought we were i mean ex-employee moment i thought we were gonna have an enzo moment where she bashes uh, her head and gets knocked out completely but she she was awake but oh yeah I, how come enzo didn't make a surprise entrance oh yeah maybe <laughs> he's in jail. jason we need to we need to have a talk yeah, oh, we, no, you mean, what happened to my favorite wrestler oh no 
He's being facetious, ladies and gentlemen. God, I'm just kidding, everybody. Jesus it, Christ. Not to make jokes. It's a joke. A joke means we're not serious. Oh, God. Uh, but Except yeah, that was serious. Did you say that joke was S-A-W-F-T? Uh, S-A-W-F-T. Swaft. Ever going to hear that ever again? Nope. <laughs> Big, Big Cass is going to say it when he returns. I highly doubt that. He's gonna walk in. The, he's gonna be like the new Kevin Nash. He's gonna walk in. His quad's gonna explode. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that was the women's wrestling match. But afterwards, so Oscar wins, and they bring uh, Alexa Bliss and Charlotte into the ring for Oscar to pick who she's gonna face at Mania. And then, oh, real quick, uh, before we get go into that, um, yeah. they changed the rules this year. Now, if you win the Rumble, you can pick either champion. Oh yeah, that's true. They, they had that. They had that rule before. They didn't have that last year. But they haven't had it recently. Ever, so. ever since they brought the the brand split back um, two years yeah. ago, they have not had that rule. And now they do. Well, hmm. well, well. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, when uh, Oscar's in the ring getting ready to pick who she's going to face at Mania, bad reputation hits, and everybody's kind of confused what's going on. No, we know. Walks, yeah, well, yeah. Out walks. Ronda Rousey. Hot Ronda. Hot Ronda. She kept pointing at something. I couldn't tell what, though. I think she was pointing at Sean. Yeah. She was like, hey. Yeah. She was like, that kid's a meme. That kid's a meme back (laughs) there. It's Sean from Blah Blah. (laughs) That's right. That's what she was pointing at. You were doing the Roman Reigns thing, and she was pointing at you. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, could you teach me how to do that? (laughs) Walks out wearing Rowdy Roddy Piper's jacket. And And a shirt uh, that says Hot Ronda. And proceeds to just point at the wrestlemania sign yep a lot multiple <laughs> times like we didn't get well, it the, the first time yelling at her what to do and sean yeah i was about to say sean brought up a good point that the refs were screaming at her and she looks like she messed something up i don't know I if mean, it was that they were yelling at her to point more or if they were yelling at her to go over to steph buy more buy more <laughs> or, or they're trying more. to say point less and she just kept pointing <laughs> and but she went to shake oscar's hand and oscar slapped it away yeah, and then, and then she went down to shake. Uh, she went down to shake Stephanie McMahon's hand, and then kind of just for left. For a second, I got I was like, "Oh no, they're not going to have her go against Oscar because that'd be that that would. I mean, unless they just have her lose horribly to Oscar and make it like another joke of her end of her MMA career." Well, that's why I think Oscar uh, is going to SmackDown because you can't have Oscar and Ronda on the same show, and yeah. Ronda's not going to SmackDown, so. By process of elimination, I think they're going to send Oscar to SmackDown. How long do you think she's going to keep the bad reputation song? Oh no, I heard that they had struck a deal. Yeah, they bought it. I'm yeah. sure no they bought way. It. It's like cult of personality. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, but funny, uh, funny you mentioned that because uh, in person it came off fine. Uh, even though she didn't come out immediately, like they had the graphics up on the screen and everything, so we knew who was coming out. Even if you didn't even know, if you didn't know who the song was, at least on the on the, the yeah. Titan Tron, it said who, her name. Uh, on TV, though, they did the whole AJ Styles thing where they played the music and it was just stuck on fans and uh, the people in the ring. And for some reason, they just wouldn't show the entrance until she came out. So it was very awkward. It was. I mean, I knew who it was just from hearing her enter to at a UFC to that and music. We'll see- but I'm a sure lot other of people, people were, like, were waiting for that music to play anyway because I don't know if you guys heard, but her photographer was seen in the front row very early on. She has a photographer? 
Yeah, yeah. she has her own photographer. I don't, I had I wish I had my own photographer. And I can that, be it. that people spotted her, so like they knew that she was there. Because why the hell else would her photographer? Oh, be I knew she was going to be there too. I I yeah. didn't buy. Apparently, she was leg- she was legitimately she was. filming a she movie. She really was in Colombia, but yeah. I didn't buy that for one second. She wasn't going to be there. Especially what? after the whole TMZ thing, where the guy couldn't remember the name of the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! She just waited for him to finish before she answered. Like, yeah, yeah no, go was, away. It was it was strange. It was it was cool, but See, here's the thing: it was it was cool, but also like feels like it just took all the thunder away from the fact that Oscar just won. Like, like pe- people are revol- people are revolting online against this. I'm seeing just just rage. Induced comments by people, uh, and the best part is obviously it's a work. But Naya and Nikki were commenting on the article that is WWE it? posted. I think it's a work. I mean, See, I mean, I I get why they did it at the Rumble, but I feel like it would have been more effective if they did it at Raw, so that way Oscar gets her moment. Yeah, and then- yeah, I could see that. But um, you know, they wanted to have a big thing for the Rumble, I guess. Which I guess you would think that the match itself would be big enough. Yeah, it's, it's so historic. Yeah. But um, actually, I know people who were at Raw on Monday uh, who thought that Ronda was going to be there, and then she didn't show up, and they had a graphic that said Ronda Ronda Rousey up next, and then she never showed up. Oh, Oh my God. Fuck up, man. That's messed up. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, it was one of those ones where it's like they show the graphic to, to, not that they're coming up, but that they're just going to talk about what happened instead, you know? Mm. Yeah. Which is what happened. <laughs> I mean, she, be... she flew right back to Columbia from what I. She took heard. a private, uh, private jet all the way over to Philly, and then came right, right over back over to Columbia. Yep. She's going to be the woman's Brock Lesnar. You're going to see her like three times a year. That's. I think you're totally <laughs> but right. She's, but she did sign a full time deal, according to what they're saying. But no that is idea. True. Yeah, she signed mean. a full time deal and then wasn't on for the first show she could have been on. Yeah. <laughs> That's very true, but, but I, I mean, I don't, I don't actually think she signed. I think in in essence, it's a full time deal in the way that Brock's is a full time deal. Whereas, um, uh, theoretically, she can, she has a certain amount of shows uh, that she she can be booked for, and it's more than say like a month's worth. But, uh, but I don't. She's not going to be there every week, and nor should she. You don't want her there every week. No, that would spoil it. You you get tired of her after a while, and also yeah. we don't know. Uh, how she, how well she's going to do. We don't know how well yeah. she's going to be in the ring. Uh, she, as far as promos go, I don't know if you ever watched her uh, during a talk. press conference or whatever. She's not great. No, she can't talk. Uh, her she main can't. appeal is the fact that she just beats the shit out of women real quick. Yeah. She, uh, like, I know that she was, uh, she was, her mom was really good friends with Judo Jean LaBelle and was trained a little bit by her, but she was so busy with Judo, I don't think any of the catch wrestling stuff really took precedence well, she's been training in the performance center so at least she's she's having some experience i mean we'll so see did Eva marie yeah well but also <laughs> but at least Eva marie wasn't really a an athlete yeah i was about to say she didn't have she didn't have the she didn't have the physical acumen that ronda rousey does ronda rousey is a judo olympic medalist and also a ufc champion yeah and Eva marie is pretty with red hair well not black hair <laughs> And I, I think by the time that WrestleMania comes around and she has her match, I think she'll be fine. My concern is what her promos are going to be like. I'm going to beat you up. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm fighting. Jason, you. have you ever heard Rhonda talk? No, because when she talks, all I hear is, 
I'm trying to think of a funny joke. I don't know. I, I, I'm not really. <laughs> I'm I, trying I, to think I, of a funny joke. <laughs> trying to think of like something funny she would say. I don't know. I've never no, heard she, her talk ever. No, she's just dopey. Just Jason, dopey. for all you know, she sounds like this. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like I'm, you, Sean? Wow. I'm Ronda, I'm Ronda Rousey. All right, but yeah, guys, that was the Royal Rumble. Letter grade, what do you think? I'd yeah, go uh, uh, B. Dan? Yeah, I'd have to agree with the, the B. I mean, one outright stinker. But other than that, I mean, huge improvement from many of the other years. Rumbles as well. One's Rumble wasn't a disaster and was pretty good overall. A lot of the returns were pretty cool. So, I think B. Yeah, and my, my one uh, thing, since this is kind of like an experiment for the next few years, because you know this is going to be the only women's Rumble that they do, is um, maybe don't book as many matches on the card. I agree. Because I agree. that tag mm-hmm. title match has died. And, uh, it, was, it, it, it was, I mean, it was bad alone, but it, it suffered more because the crowd yeah. was dead. This is kind of a blueprint for them going forward. Jason, for not watching wrestling a lot lately, uh, what do you think of this? I give it a B, too, for B-movie. It was it was as for good Barry B, for Barry B Benson. I wonder if any of the women in the match liked Jazz. <laughs> well, yeah, no, Jazz didn't show up. <laughs> no, Jazz, Jazz wasn't there. I was there. hoping she would. But um, but yeah, I'd give it a B too. This was a vast improvement over the last few years. I was actually, I didn't leave this Rumble feeling nauseous and upset. <laughs> but it was. Is this like one of the best Big Four in a while? Or you think Mania last year was better? The first half overall? of Mania. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Half like, Mania. I mean, but, it was uh, better than Survivor Series and SummerSlam. Yeah. And last sure. year's Rumble. For sure. Yeah. But, but yeah, I think that wraps us up, guys. I think we're all about done. You want to say our uh, our respective social medias and then get and then bounce? Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Sean. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the underscore Brack Show. And uh, I guess the next time we'll be on here, it will be for Elimination Chamber, Ooh. which uh, they announced uh, first ever women's Elimination Chamber. Oh boy! Oh God! We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, Dan. Uh, I was gonna say R.I.P. to uh, Kenny Omega being in charge oh. of the Bullet Club. Too soon, so, man. You know, Too soon. We, we, we didn't get to. Don't, can't talk about it, man. But <laughs> it hurts. Maybe we'll maybe we'll get to see some golden showers now. So. <laughs> but uh, you can follow me on Twitter at fatax six six six. Jason. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at jgscreen89. Also follow Blah Blah Podcast at Blah Blah Pod One, and our YouTube channel Blah Blah Podcast. Keep an eye on that. Wink, wink. <laughs> and of course, ladies and gentlemen, you can follow me on Twitter at Son of Kalel. Son underscore of a underscore a bitch. Kalel six two six. But with that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us once again. We will be back to you with Elimination Chamber. Until then, good night. And oh, actually, I, f- I fucked it up. <laughs> I said good night first. Goodbye and good night. Bang. <laughs>